Ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Houston, we have a problem. We copy you on the ground. You got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. What you're seeing here is a mirage. Mirage. What is going on, everyone? It's Jaren from Jarenism back with yet another live video for you today. It's Friday, and we've been gone for, well, exactly three weeks. How do I know that? Well, because my baby is three weeks old today, born on the 25th of September. Been gone since then, but we're back. It is another Jarenism Friday Lounge. Today I called it number 45, The Purge, because it seems to be the, I don't know, going trend right now. Pretty sad trend. Free speech being attacked all over the place. And uh, so we're going to try and do our best. We've got a bunch of people with me, which is awesome because it's really the lounge coming back in full force. We've got a ton of people. Let's start out with uh, Bob from Globusters. Bob, welcome to the show. All right. Thank you very much for having me, Jern. Um, yeah, you're right. All kinds of weird, crazy stuff going on as far as, oh, you know, people be, getting strikes and being purged. And, and, you know, and the crazy part about it is, is there are other videos coming out and i'm going to talk about that during today's show um that are just you know getting views beyond belief um that are flat earth debunk videos that are so utterly preposterous same old story right and uh you know that's just the way it is but uh, we'll talk about that later yeah sounds good it definitely it's happening all over it's pretty sad and the good thing is i mean about this channel about what we do on this show what I think people understand, maybe it's why this channel is still here, is I you know, love to voice that we're just trying to have conversations about the world. We're trying to give our opinions and ideas of the world. If you don't like them, don't watch. I make that pretty clear. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a politician. I'm not a CDC director. I'm not a scientist, although if Bill Nye is one, maybe I am one too. But uh, I'm just a guy at a desk in a little city in the Valley of California. I don't claim to be anything else. And so if you're watching this, you watch that with that in your mind, hopefully. And the people that are here just like to hear our opinions. And it doesn't mean to uh, go out and burn down NASA simply because they're lying to you. But it does mean expose it, which is what we're trying to do in many ways, more ways than one. So thank you, Bob, for being here. We also have joining us. I should have gone first with the best voice in Flat Earth, Karen B. Karen, welcome to the show. You did. <laughs> I did? <laughs> Sick burn, Bob. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> good one, Bob. Very good. No. Okay, let's go with the second best voice in Flatter, Karen B. Karen, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, Jaren. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Lots of great people on this call. Awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, we also have your sidekick. Uh, is he in the same house as you right now? Is that true? No? Maybe? It is. All right, we have Brian Staley. Awesome. Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you. Live from Karen's porch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm back on the East Coast, and uh, I'm glad to be on. I, I can certainly talk about the, the YouTube censorship. So, <laughs> right, exactly, right, exactly. We also have joining us. Uh, hold on, I got some background. I guess background. Who's it's causing major, echo? Major echo. Major echo. Yeah. Sounds like a train. Sounds like a train. Hmm. Somebody's causing some echo. Somebody's yeah. causing some echo. Everybody mute. Let's see who's. Everybody doing mute. It. Let's see who's. Oh, it looks like it was Brian. Brian, not sure if you guys are in the same room, perhaps. Maybe that's why that's happening. I don't know. We also have Iro Landucci. Iro, I didn't know you'd be here. I'm very happy that you are. Somebody in the chat asked, is Iro going to be on the show today? I said no, and I'm a liar. Welcome to the show. 
Well, you are not a liar. I, I said that yesterday, but uh, for my happiness, uh, I'm here. I hope you, you can listen listen uh, well in terms of the voice because I'm using the microphone. It's not great, but it's all right. Include in my notebook. So hello, everyone, and thank you so much for having me on. We also have the doctor in the house, Rodrigo Ferrari Nunes. Doctor, what's up? Thank you for having me, Jaren. Uh, um, yeah, doing doing well. Just uh, working away. And yeah, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, and yeah, that always, is, yeah. it's going to be interesting. Just uh, more of the same. we talking about it for, what, two years Forever. or more now? Yep. Since they, they started this. And yeah, we just re- I just read a piece. I think Bob was sent it around on Wired. Uh, about this how they actually censor it and how they go about doing it and how desperate they are and, and actually how yeah, basically they're admitting to the crime essentially of censorship of free speech of course I, I really hope people see what's going on here and I'm hoping we come up with a plan uh, I tend to think I have a plan but I mean you know at any time your YouTube channel could just be gone uh, that's why things think Things like Patreon help a bunch. Uh, you'll be able to still contact those who follow you most closely and those who support you. Having your own website, very important. Uh, DLive.tv, hugely important. I haven't seen anything of my stuff taken down there. Uh, welcome, everybody, on DLive, and thank you for being there. Trying to move people over there. Sometimes we'll do half a show here, half a show on DLive, just to try and get some people over there. Maybe I need to start doing some DLive exclusive shows. I don't know. We'll, we'll kind of talk about some ideas as far as that goes. Do we also have Alex Stein? Alex, are you with us? I see you on the call. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank Alex you for having there. me on uh, the lounge. You guys, that was a light addition and always a pleasure. Thank you, Jaron. Welcome to the show. Happy you're here. I just uh, got done watching your... Did you not get my joke this morning on your video? I don't think I did. What were you saying? I, what, I didn't... I, you seem serious when you said that. No. If, if people haven't seen it, Alex did a silent or a, what do you want to call it? A peaceful protest at Trader peaceful Joe's. Peaceful protest. Yeah, not silent. Maybe I can bring that up and show people. Uh, but no, clearly at the end, some lady gave you the double bird and told you to get the get the f out, get the f out. right? And my comment was uh, that she said, "Get the masks out of here." And then you commented back. I think she said, "Get the f out of here." I'm like, I know that, but she had a mask on, <laughs> and we can pretend that we couldn't understand her. Uh, if we it's really hard. It's to. hard to tell sarcasm sometimes on uh, posts. That's one thing That's I've learned as a uh, poster. It's hard to get my sarcasm and other people's, but. Regardless, Jaron, you posting on there? Oh, that's the good energy that I love on a Friday afternoon. That was a that that comment doesn't just get a like, Jaron. That gets a love when you post. Oh, on there. I get so the I heart. Thank you for the Thank heart. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, let me <laughs> share my screen so everybody can see it. Hey, I like these peaceful protests. I, I think your uh, little megaphone there is great. Bob actually put a link to where people can get them. I forgot what show that was on, Bob, but you, you know, gave out the link of how you can get one of these megaphones. Record a message. And then do these peaceful protests. So uh, let's see here. You guys can see my screen, yes? Yeah, it was on the Raw After Show, and yes. Oh, that's right. It was Raw After Show. All right, so let's watch uh, this peaceful protest. And remember, this is in regards to what happened to David Weiss. If you haven't seen David Weiss, he went to Trader Joe's, tried to get some nice little groceries, and they unceremoniously kicked him out. And might I say, might I say, Alex, that was friggin' brilliant. I loved it. <laughs> so no, good. You're being too nice. You know, it's sad that this is brilliant, Bob. Isn't it sad that this is considered brilliant in this society that we're so brainwashed? And the reaction was, which it's almost. Well, I watch this video and it's funny, but it's like really kind of sad if you really look at it. 
it is pretty sad. Again, they can't it wait is. to get you out of there. But this is kind of the only way that we can voice these things. I mean, what else can you do? Uh, you say these things on YouTube, you get unceremoniously removed, you get banned, you get strikes for impersonation, for community guidelines. Uh, when, again, you're just trying to share your opinion. So let's watch. So, again, yeah. Yeah, I only d- saw Alex's recent one with the mask like with the Zorro mask or something. Now, this one, he goes to uh, Trader Joe's in response to David Weiss being kicked out of there. By the way, uh, I will put the link in the chat. People should sign the petition. I'm kind of learning how petitions work, that nobody signs any petitions. I don't know if people are that afraid of putting their name on anything, but I noticed it a while ago. I did a video like, NASA, why haven't you done this yet, about putting a camera on the moon, showing the Earth, since it would be there 24 hours a day, since the same side of the moon always faces the Earth, et cetera, et cetera. And it got like 2,000 thumbs up, but only like 185 people signed the petition. So I think yeah. sometimes people just don't want to put their names. They're afraid. Yeah. And, Jaron, wasn't it, wasn't it Target, not not Trader Joe's, that he was at? Maybe well, was he wrong? did. No, he did Target. We saw that one already. So this is a new one that he just posted this morning, Bob. So he's actually going to oh, this, this morning. morning. Oh, yeah, this hey, is... I haven't seen this one. I saw the one where you attention Target shoppers and you were going around with a megaphone. That was I love that. Yeah, this is so a, I haven't seen this one. This is also. a new one. Here we go. Trader Joe's. I did not like how you treated my friend David Weiss. So now we got a peacefully protest. Trader Joe's does for you no longer need your mask. You guys that don't have right. to wear your you mask. You can take off your mask. You're virus safe. The virus is safe. You're not going to die. Trader Joe's. You can take off your mask. You are required to wear your mask. Please just Trader Joe's customers, you can take off your mask. You're going to be safe. You're not going to die from the virus. You have a 99% of the virus. You won't die. The coronavirus isn't deadly. It's not deadly. The coronavirus isn't deadly. You don't have to wear your mask. Y'all can take off your mask, guys. You guys can take off your mask. That is right. You don't have to wear your mask, man. You're going to live. You don't even you're look at you. You're going to live. But they won't even look at you. You don't have to wear your mask. Disgusting. Like, I am trash. Trader don't have to wear your mask. You're all going to be fine. And you're going to live. You're going to live. Of course. Of course. You don't need your mask. Y'all don't need your mask. the punchline of the whole video. You don't need your mask. You're going to live. <laughs> you don't need your so i believe it was a get the f out of here but in my comment i put uh, that lady was so right she said get the mask out of here well, let's hear it again just for fun because it's really hilarious <laughs> <laughs> you don't need your mask. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that was a good one. You no longer need your mask. You don't need your mask, but you can take it off. You can take it off. You can take off your mask. You know, Trader Joe's. Sticking out from under his mask. Oh boy. You don't need your mask, Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> get the mask out of here. That's what I think she said. I really do think we just are mishearing it. She said, get the mask out of here. She was very happy. She was actually flipping off the uh, all the people pushing the mask. That's the way I see it. Yeah, so, she was on our team. Yeah, great. Exactly. We'll take it that way. So Alex, always doing a good job and standing up for our friend David Weiss, who uh, got booted from Trader Joe's, even though he was ready. He had money. He was ready to make a purchase. They weren't going to have any of it. So... 
thank you, uh, Alex, for continuing to provide great. So you just, I don't know what made you decide to get that megaphone, but you basically can just record oh, a file on well, it. Well, I bought just... the megaphone just the other, it's kind of, really and truly, I'm ripping off Alex Jones. He's like, the, oh, uh, he, when I think of the megaphone, that's my first idea. And so when I make these videos, I don't have a crew and it's hard for me to yell all this stuff. So I was like, I need to get a megaphone that'll play like music or something. And I found that one that'll record my voice. And dude, it's it's game over, Jaron. There's not a story that I'm not gonna walk in with that megaphone. I think this is just the beginning of a sick and, and the people that hate it, I love. Like I hope this triggers people that you know want to wear the mask, like the people that took me off. But sadly, that megaphone, uh, Jaron, is I'm gonna use the hell out of it. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Do you think that people are starting to love the masks? Oh, they love it. Are you kidding me? They love it, huh? They do love it. It's fashionable for them. They love it. Yeah, it's like a sign. It's it's just a sign. Well, they think it makes them heroic. They think it's like, look at me. I'm a a good person, you know? So they love it. Yeah, it's virtue signaling at the highest degree. Brian, I don't know. Can you put on earphones? What did you say? Can you put on headphones? I think... Oh, now it's working. Oh. For some yeah. reason, when when you when your audio is open, we're getting some feedback, some some reverb. Uh, echo, 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 echo. I can jump out and come in with my phone. Try it, see if that helps. Well, now it's gone, so actually, probably not the okay. end of the world. Right. Now. If it happens again, let me know, and I'll come in yeah, on my now phone. It's good. Okay, sounds sounds good now. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if you have to say things as a joke. Uh, I was watching. Um, what is his name? Awaken with JP. Did you guys see the video? He's so good. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, and he did the video today, or no, it wasn't today. It was a while back where he's talking about the CDC numbers. And, I mean, it's right there in front of people's faces. And, again, the way he does it is a joke, and maybe I just need – I'll probably just show that video because, again, if we say it, you get in trouble. When he says this is a joke, it's fine. So I really think maybe we all need to change our channels, and I know uh, – Conspiracy Castle's already doing, done this. Right. My channel is, I consider it a well. comedy, non-informational, entertainment purpose only. That's the only yeah. way. That's yeah. the only way, I think. We have to treat it like stand-up comedy. I think you're right. I was thinking about that earlier today that I was just going to, that I think I might take the informational part off my disclaimer and just say for entertainment purposes only. Yeah, I would have it on the screen the entire time, you know? Yeah. Because... I. You have to. I don't know why this guy gets away with it. And the reason this is called the purge, if people don't know, tons of channels are being shut down at this point on like a daily basis. Uh, you know, we've had destroying the illusion. Red Pill seventy eight is gone. Amazing Polly's gone. SGT report gone. The Dollar Vigilante gone. I, I did see a video. That I was he... watching SGT when it got purged. Oh, I was boy. watching that that report on SEAL Team Six. Right. Um, and how they basically got sold out by Biden. And right in the middle of that video, they cut it. And then I refreshed it. And it said, this video is no longer available because the ah. channel associated with it has been uh, deleted. That's why some wow. channels I was looking yeah. at disappeared. And I was like, what was going on? Amazing Polly, too. Amazing yeah, Polly. gone. You liked. Now, yeah. I was you know watching... what, Jaren? Mm-hmm. Uh, Globusters has been science and technology since day one. And I've never changed it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And so some people get away with different things. I don't know how you know you can really question the stuff. I'm trying to find his. Oh, here we go. This is a pretty good video. So I should pretty just... short. But again, it's just watch the numbers. And he gets away with this stuff, I think, because and again, he should get away with it. I'm not saying like, why does he get away with it? When it? No, no, no. Absolutely. This guy is using his free speech like we all are. Nobody's inciting violence. Again, if you went on YouTube and you said, here's my neighbor's house. I think everybody needs to show up and burn it down 
that's the kind of stuff that you can take down from the internet. That's the kind of stuff I don't think should be allowed. Um, but again, anything other than that, if you're not inciting violence, if you're saying, here's my opinion, folks, here's what I think, that should be allowed. Jared, and we just saw they give us they give us hate speech when we try to show that events are fake and it's really the media that's pushing the violence in the field. Of course, and it's that tells you who, and that tells you who's in charge, right? Uh, we've got uh, Amanda Volmer was on the, the chat before we started, and she, she said her channel's got a second strike, right? Yeah, I think, yeah. So I mean, you know, that means you can't upload anymore. She says she's using Vimeo. I'm hoping some people have some secondary plans because it doesn't seem like long again we can try all these tactics i've been trying them for five years uh different things i guess i'm a, one of the reasons i think my channel stayed alive is because when i get a strike i'm a little bit more careful about what we do uh sometimes i'll try and just word things a little differently trying whatever you can but really changing it to entertainment calling it comedy again giving that whole moniker at the beginning that you know i'm not a doctor i'm not a politician uh this is for entertainment it's for comedy uh, but let's watch uh, JP here just because he goes through some of the numbers and <clears throat> people need to see these. This is why people are calling into question all these things. And when you get and we'll talk about it, but when you get to some of these articles um, coming out, this uh, open letter from medical doctors uh, and health professionals to the Belgian authorities, we're not just seeing it from a few people on the Internet. You're seeing it from doctors, people calling to question now like, hey, there is a problem here. Um, yeah. So let's uh, watch this real quick. Put the mask on while I walk from here to the podium and then take it off? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stop it real quick right here just because I think this is funny. So he's saying I'm going to put the mask on as I walk to the podium. Uh, this might be because you have, for instance, this hot mic um, video that came out recently, September 29th. This is the Pennsylvania Governor Wolf and a Repub uh, Representative Ullman. And she's talking about her mask. And listen carefully. Again, this is a hot mic. What she says, he, he's like, I'm going to take my mask off when I speak. And she says, yeah, I'm going to keep mine on until the camera goes on. And then I'm going to take off because we're going to play a little political theater. And that's all it is. That's what people need to realize. Is it, why does it have to be caught on a hot mic for you to recognize this? And even when you do see it, you'll still think these masks are important. It's no, no important. It's just <laughs> political theater. Yeah. Watch this. I'm waiting so that we can do a little political theater. Okay. <laughs> okay. I will as well. So that well. it's on camera. Right. She wants it to be on camera when she takes her mask off. Uh, it's all political theater. And again, that's kind of what he's getting at with this video. So let's continue. Oops, I closed that. All these links obviously will be in the description after the show. We always do that on the Friday Lounge. <laughs> Hi, lucky to make it here alive. We have updated numbers on the infection fatality rate for COVID-19 directly from the CDC. The viral weather outside has never been deadlier, but before we get to our regularly scheduled pandemic update, I'd like to begin by reminding you that trillions of people have died. And I tell you this so you'll be in a fearful state and therefore it'll be much easier to manipulate you into believing everything I say after this point. Is everyone afraid? Good. Before we get to the most updated infection fatality rates for COVID-19, just to give you a reference point, Take a look at the flu. It has an infection fatality rate of 0.1%. Says who? Your most trusted health advisor, Anthony Fauci. 
in the New England Journal of Medicine. Now the updated infection fatality rates for COVID-19 just released by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention are as follows. For zero to 19 years old, it's 0.00003%. For ages 20 to 49, it's 0.0002%. For ages 50 to 69, it's 0.005%. And for ages 70 and up, it's 0.054%. And now compare it again to that of the flu with an infection fatality rate of 0.1%. With these COVID-19 numbers being side by side with the flu, which is higher? I don't know. The science isn't back on it yet. Hmm. If you accidentally thought for yourself, you'd realize the current COVID-19 death count is many times less than the original predictions that were used to justify the lockdowns. But when you look at the numbers, let's not do the math because we've got an election coming up. So what's the solution to these drastically low death rates? Longer lockdowns, celebrate face coverings, adult diapers, and more intense social distancing practices. Like, we'll be removing fetuses from their mother's womb and placing them in social distancing protective <laughs> aquariums. <laughs> We're finding it's too dangerous letting them be in close proximity. So it's for their protection. We're not doing that one yet. Oh, we're not doing that one yet. Well, if you give us an inch, we'll take a mile but we'll take that mile inch by inch, so you hopefully won't notice. In conclusion, there's a question. There's the answer. That's all you need. I mean, that's it. And I like how he does it in a comedic way. Again, uh, it's funny, but it's true. And it's sad that people don't see it. I mean, when you give these numbers, the reason that these numbers match really closely to the flu is because it is the flu. So imagine that. Uh, pretty embarrassing what's going on. And people just eat it up. Like you said, Brian, I think people love the mask. It's a virtue signal that they can walk around and feel really. They don't have to care about anybody. They don't have to care at all. And it's it's hilarious because all these same people that wear these masks and go around touting how important it is for people's lives. The second Trump supposedly gets it, they hope he dies. Right? And they're using their kids as props in this whole thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, and plus it makes them feel justified in standing in judgment of everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I like I like to call them proud cowards. That's what I call them. Yeah, and it's That's just it's it's kind of the same thing as like believing in the globe or you know that people love the easy stuff, right? They just want to do the easy stuff. The easiest thing is to put your mask on, to obey, to do everything you're asked to do. It's so easy, and it makes people look at you and oh man, this person. Uh, cares so much about me and cares so much about my health that they're wearing a mask. So people, I think, love it. It's like a fashion statement. Which mask are you wearing? I got to wear my Raiders mask. I got to wear my 49ers mask. I mean, it's just disgusting. Did you see the guy I talked to on the street that claimed to be a surgeon? Yeah. No, it was great. Did you see how he was like, I wear my mask to protect you? Like, these people are so gone. It's unbelievable. But why didn't he have a mask on during that conversation? That's the hilarious thing. Yeah, and that's what I said to him. It was a crowded street. Like, that's the main street of the beach there. Like, where everybody's coming out of the bars and stuff. (laughs) Right. So everything is so contradictory. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know what what you can do about it. I mean, this document here, I know it's old. Again, you know, I had a baby, so I'm a little bit behind. You have to give me some time to catch up on some of these things. I've been seeing some of these things for the first time. I didn't see this open letter from medical doctors and health professionals to all Belgian authorities. But, I mean, I'll put this link in the description because people need to read it. Uh, You know, these Belgian doctors, and I forgot how many people have signed it, 394 medical doctors, 1,340 medical health 
professionals because what you hear is you hear this whole thing that it's only conspiracy theorists it's only people online saying that this has been blown out of proportion and then you see that this letter which is just for belgium it's not even to the rest of the world so there's 394 medical doctors basically in belgium who have signed this document saying uh, all these things that there is no medical justification for any emergency policy anymore meaning that all countries all states need to reopen uh, and again, they, they're going to continue using this, just like JP said, uh, because if you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile, but they're not going to take a mile at first. They're going to take it little by little by little. It's just the same reason we all have to take our shoes off and stand in long lines now because we when we go through the airport. Even I mean, what is somebody going to do in their shoes that's going to compromise this plane? You have a metal detector. You're going through a metal. I mean, it's just so ridiculous, and it's just so Dude, you have a bomb control. in your shoe, dude. Yes. The shoe bomber, Jaren. Duh, shoe dude. Shut, shoe what are you bomber. talking about, bro? Absolutely. I don't want to blow it up with their tin of their Nikes, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> and that little machine you stand in that you know, sends all these uh, x-rays around you, that's not going to help find the shoe bomb? I guess you have your shoes off for that. You got to have your belt off. Your belt could be major problems as well. Uh, everything that's going on right now is completely disgusting, though. You no, know, if people, you look around, everything is supposed to be cleaner and everything's more dirty. There's chemicals sprayed on your food at the grocery stores. That it's the whole thing's just ridiculous. But that's that's actually called. I saw a girl yesterday. Was it yesterday? I went to the store with Ted uh, over here, uh, back from California. I'm at Karen's now. We went to the store, and the girl had a mask on, and it was like a little. It was already below her nose. And uh, she coughed in her mask. Like, it's just like, ah, uh, like, it's so gross. Like, what do they do at that point? Did you, did you see Biden the other day? Biden's doing a, a speech and he took his mask off to cough into his hand and then put the mask back on. It's yeah. like, what do they think is the point of the mask? It's so stupid. But I mean, you, know, you can read this again. And this is the problem. I'm not saying this for these YouTube fact checkers out there. I mean, we're talking about these medical doctors. You can find the letter yourself. So if you're fact checking me. I'm not saying these things. I'm not saying there's no medical justification for any emergency policy anymore. These doctors are. We call for an end to all measures and ask for an immediate restoration of our normal democratic governance, legal structures, civil liberties. Uh, a cure must not be worse than the problem. Uh, the current crisis management has become totally disproportionate and causes more damage than it does any good. All these things are being put right in front of you. Um, and yet, again, at the beginning of this pandemic, the measures were understandable and widely supported. Maybe, again, if there's some sort of disease that's being passed from person to person, would I agree with let's shut down the country for two weeks or something? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think for me it would be like if sick people need to be stay home. I mean, and that should be the way it is anyway. I've been saying that from day one. If you have the flu, you shouldn't be out. In, in public, you should be well, in bed. Get better. Now, if these people think there's a pandemic, what are they doing out at the beach, like with a mask on, ruining so everybody stupid. else's time? Shouldn't you just stay home if you really think? Why would you want to go out with this bunch of people? Yeah, you're not afraid of anything. These people are going to restaurants and they're taking their putting their mask on so they can walk to the table. Then they're taking it off and having a good old time and eating off silverware and dirty cups. They're not afraid of anything. I mean, that's no, it's the, about the compliance. Trick. It's all about compliance. Should, uh... Jan, yes. that uh, as far as uh, clothes and uh, belts and things like that and shoes going through in the airport and they're checking it. The one thing that is actually done is uh, soaking uh, clothes and doing a chemical process to make clothes have cocaine in them. <laughs> so there's like, one kind of thing that does happen. Um, well, I really people... don't think, I mean, as far as I know, I don't even know if airlines care much about drugs to be honest <laughs> i don't think that they care about that but i mean maybe they do i, I don't yeah. know i think that uh if they really cared there would be drug sniffing dogs the entire time like i've only seen yeah, maybe, depending on the airport like yeah. yeah in peru i'm talking about oh, maybe yeah. airport I, uh, yeah like um 
and they oh. catch people all the time trying to <laughs> take cocaine and uh, you know mules like people that swallow cocaine and they know how to catch them that they know they're the kind of telltale signs but that's a whole other issue yeah. speaking so of that if, if they would uh if there was really a pandemic jaron i mean would they really give me an exemption over the phone with the doctor i mean how no. crazy would that be if he was wrong no and again if there were really some sort of uh pandemic then what you would have is you'd have an overrunning of hospitals right which is what they told us all at the beginning okay well you need to do all these things because the hospitals are going to be overrun maybe that makes sense okay if, if everybody's going to get sick and again we never saw any evidence if everybody was going to get sick and hospitals were going to be overrun then maybe you make a few steps to slow that down when that didn't happen end of story it's over okay hospitals are fine we saw film your hospital hashtag film your hospital i went to my hospital every day to show people that they had this huge tent outside and nothing was going on in fact all yeah. these doctors and nurses were being laid off they were yeah. being sent home so again yeah, hours were cut they were given yeah. big time compensation to have their hours cut like yeah right so and then i mean this tells you right here we're not the ones saying it when we say the use of the non-specific pcr test which produces many false positives showed an exponential picture the test was rushed through an emergency procedure was never seriously self-tested the creator expressly warned that this test was intended for research and not diagnostics so i hear people saying constantly that it's just conspiracy theorists saying that it's just people who don't believe in germ theory it's it, but it's not it, you need to look into the pcr test what exactly it does here it is it works with cycles of amplification of genetic material a piece of genome is amplified each time and any con contamination other viruses debris old virus genomes and again we all have coronaviruses in us they're around we have an immune system that is meant to get rid of that the test does not measure how many viruses are present in the sample. A real viral infection means a massive presence of viruses, the so-called virus load. If someone tests positive, this does not mean that the person is actually clinically infected, is ill, or will become ill. And yet they're having everybody tested, and the second you come up positive, uh, all these things must happen, and, and you must go into quarantine, and it doesn't even mean anything. Koch's postulates were not fulfilled. The pure agent found in the patient with, com with complaints can provoke the same complaints in a healthy person. So again, since a positive PCR test does not automatically indicate active infection or infectivity, this does not justify the social measures taken, which are based solely on these tests. We've also seen uh, the CDC come out and say that there is no uh, virus uh, set aside. What do you call it? When you, you know, isolate a virus. Right? Isolated. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Never been able to do that. If you can't isolate something, how are you going to go look for it in these people? So there's been no gold standard. I've heard people talk about the PCR test as the gold standard. They said, oh, well, he had a, a quick test. He didn't have the gold standard PCR test. Like, what are you talking about? You don't understand what gold, gold standard means. It's ridiculous. So, I mean, this goes on to talk about our immune system, uh, how it works, how it protects us from these things. It's been going on for thousands of years, no matter who you talk to. Uh, this is, uh, you know, the case, even if you believe in a young earth, old earth, uh, evolution, no evolution. Uh, we have an immune system for a reason. It's very impressive in the things that it can do. Sometimes you get sick. Yes, you get sick. We've all been sick before. We've all had the sniffles. We've all had the flu. We've all had a fever. Remember back in the day when you, you had a fever and like you took NyQuil? <laughs> like now it's the end of the world. I mean, we used to have commercials, your nighttime aver, aching, fever, stuffy head, so you can cough, you know, whatever that stupid commercial is for NyQuil. But now if you have any of those symptoms, rather than just go take NyQuil and lay in bed for a day, uh, you must change your whole life. You must uh, wear a mask because you're going to die yeah. and you're going to get your family sick and you're going to kill your grandparents. Pretty sad. I, I like what Patricia said in her stream last night. If masks really worked for something like this, our parents would have made us wear masks our whole lives when we got right. sick. Right. How have we gotten to this point? I mean, if it was so important that this happens, uh, 
and again, I mean, we wouldn't be alive if there was some sort of virus that's going to sweep through people like they say. Um, it just wouldn't happen. But we have an immune system. It's built in a way, and again, with the whole herd immunity thing, I, I kind of agree with that. I don't know. Let these people go out, and if you do get a little sick, you don't even notice it. But most of these people they are getting tested positive. Like, pretty much everybody who I've heard, quote-unquote heard, has been tested positive in major sports. So, uh, NFL mostly, MLB, none of them have felt anything. They have no symptoms, but they're t- told they're test positive. So, if that's the case, let them pass it along to other people, and then everybody will be immune and we'll be all be fine. So, anyway, it's just, again, I'm trying to tell people it's not just uh, crazy conspiracy theorists who are saying this. It's doctors. It's nurses. Now, again... You can't get away with saying that. We saw those doctors who went in front and talked about different remedies and saying it's not as bad as they thought, and YouTube censored them. So this tells you that there's a narrative that they want pushed, and if you go against that narrative, chances are uh, they're going to take you down. Again, trying to show it's not me saying it. It's these doctors. uh, Talks about the Hippocratic Oath, exactly what that means. So again, this will be in the description, and hopefully people start to see What's going on? And it's up to you. Again, if people want to believe in this uh, pandemic and they want to uh, wear masks, I don't I don't care. You know, if you want to wear a mask, that's fine with me. I, I'm not going to go into Trader Joe's and tell you not to wear a mask. Uh, the problem, the difference between what Alex is doing and stuff is that Trader Joe's is requiring people to wear a mask. Don't require me to do anything like that. It's ridiculous. And again, if you want to wear a mask for the rest of your life, go right ahead. Uh, I'm not going to stop you. Uh, but I don't want to wear one. Period. I don't want to fly with one. So I guess we could talk about that. Brian, you heard us talk about it yesterday. Uh, a lot of people reluctant a little bit to fly, whether it's to Flattoberfest or something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you've done it now 13 times in a row and gotten away with not wearing a mask, uh, basically by saying that you've got emphysema, right? Well, uh, this was the only time I had to say that. Okay. So just, just so people know. So, um, yeah, 13 for 13 for flights during the pandemic since the end of April. No mask. I won't do it no matter what. But like the first, what, nine times, eight or nine times, I didn't say anything. I just walked through confidently, scanned my boarding pass, got on the plane. (laughs) Nobody said a word to me, dude. It's like I don't even exist to them. And then I heard. See, uh, Brian, Brian, I'm the opposite because I'm so handsome. I exist to every single person on the plane. (laughs) So I get all their attention. So I have totally different vibrations. When I get on the plane, the stewardess, they want my phone number, Brian. So, of course, they're going to talk to you about the mask. They want to have a conversation starter. So it's just totally different. We're in different situations. Yeah. Well, I I heard the time that David Weiss had a hot time at the airport for the first time. So then I was like, okay, so since I'm here, I'm going to get here a little early and I'm going to just approach them ahead of time. So I walked up to the guy at the boarding thing before he started calling the rows to go get on the plane. And I said, hey, I just want you to know I can't wear a mask. And he said, what's your name? I gave him my name and he grabbed a pen and a cocktail napkin, jotted it down and said, okay, you're all set. That's all I had to do. (laughs) One other time after that, I took JetBlue. Those are all American Airlines. I took JetBlue. I walked up to the woman at the desk. I told her the same thing. Now, I know everybody tells you they don't have a right to ask you what your medical condition is, and that's correct, but she did it anyways. She said, well, what's your issue? I said, well, it's respiratory. And then she got on the phone and called somebody, and within two minutes, I was fine. I was on the plane, no mask. The last two times, the last time that I flew out to California three months ago, I got right on, and then when I just came back, these two flights, so what happened is, They've ramped it up now. So if you go to book tickets, they're going to ask you like three questions. Uh, You know, have you been around? Anybody has COVID? There's another one like that. And then the third one is, do you agree to wear a mask in the airport and on the plane? So when I got to baggage, she asked me those same three questions. And uh, 
I acted fucking ignorant to it. Like I acted like I'd never seen the thing. And I said, she said, um, well, what she said is she said the thing about the COVID. I said, no, no. Then she said, do you agree to wear a mask? I said, no, it's not a law. Nobody can make me wear a mask. And then she said, well, it's not a law, but it's our policy. And then right after that is where the recording picked up for anybody that didn't see it. Um, she said, well, do you, she asked me if I had like the paperwork, because if you're going to go now, they want you to fill out some form of paperwork. I acted ignorant to that. That's what I acted ignorant to. So I acted like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I, I need to get on this plane and I can't wear a mask. So what she did is it, the way they worded it on the website, they make it sound like there's a medical staff there waiting to screen you. There's no doctors at the airport waiting to screen you. She got the doctor on her cell phone. Hands me her cell phone, the, the possible asymptomatic maskless nana killer, right, that might have the virus. She hands me her personal <laughs> cell phone. I talk to the doctor, and he says, I, I understand you need an exemption. What's the issue? And I, then I, I, So I lied to him. I don't care. This whole thing's a lie, and I'm going to get on that plane, okay? So I told him, yeah, I have emphysema, and I had a mask on once, and I had a panic attack. And if I wear a mask, I'll have another panic attack. He said, you'll have a panic attack if you wear a mask? I said, yeah. He said, okay, you're exempt. And then I said, okay, well, what's going to happen at the next airport? Because I don't want to have to go through this again. He's like, well, they might have to call me again, blah, blah, blah. So I gave the phone back to the girl. It could have been infected with the virus, right? And then after a few minutes, she takes my bags. I go sit down. I wait to board the plane. Some woman comes over to me, and she hands me a couple pieces of paper. And I'm like, what's this? And she gave me the boarding pass with a, you know, a certain code written on it to let them know that I'm not going to have a mask. And she gave me the boarding pass for the next airport to let them know I'm not going to wear the mask. And nobody said a word to me the rest of the way. I stopped in Salt Lake City, and then I flew all the way back over here to North Carolina. Good. Well, it is possible, and I do appreciate you standing up uh, for the rest of us. But, to... hey, let me let me make a point. So, Jaron, what that reminds you of having to do all those reach-arounds and stuff, it reminds you of, like, the story of the mobster. And what he would do is when he was going to court, he was in jail, and he was going to court, he would put peanut butter in his ass. And then so when he got to the court, you know, to the judge, so he could plead insanity, he would scoop the peanut butter out of his butt so it looked like poop and eat it. And so what I'm saying is he, like, makes himself look insane. And I don't want to have to make myself look like I'm mentally challenged to have to travel, you know what I mean, and do all this fakery. And I'm not saying you can't do it, but it's such a pain in the ass. Like, I don't want to put the peanut butter up my ass and make him think that I'm retarded to get on a plane. Well, yeah, other... but honestly, dude, I spoke to the doctor for 30 seconds. The process of bagging and talking to the doctor all in one thing is like, it took 15 minutes of my day, and I didn't wear a mask on the plane because wearing a mask on the plane is complying, and it's disgusting, and we shouldn't take any part in it. Right. And, and, and I'm not saying everybody has to you know, fight it to the point where they don't get to make their flight, but we have an opportunity this week. We got like 200 flat earthers flying in for an event. If everybody wants an exemption and the doctor's getting, each airline's getting 30, 40 phone calls, this could make a huge difference. And um, and if they don't let you on, fine. If you're going to do you, whatever you're going to do, you're going to do. But at least try. At least try. You know that it's a lie. You have to try because how are we going to expect the normies to wake up when we know that COVID's a lie, but we're still going to comply and put a mask on to travel? You don't need to. I'm 13 for 13. If I can go 13 for 13, everybody can do it. Yeah, and again, I, I get that position, and I get your position, Alex, because I'm in the camp where I'm just like, well, I'm just not flying. I'm just not. That's my way of not complying. I just won't fly. It's kind of the same thing around here where I've just given up on going to the grocery store like I used to. I'm just not going to uh, comply because here in California, I mean, the second you walk in, they're going to basically route you out of there like they did, uh, you know, Trader Joe's. 
So again, if I'm going to go in there, it's going to be with the megaphone, with the mask off, with the point of being thrown out, uh, not going in there and trying to shop and, and trying to get away with saying, I've got some medical exemption. Because you're right, I just don't want to have to deal with that. Some people are better equipped for it than I. But uh, yeah, I think that the way he's doing it is good. He's at least not bowing down to them. Uh, and again, you know, just showing a couple articles here. I know people might have seen this. This is from earlier this week. But the WHO warns against COVID-19 lockdowns due to economic damage. Again, let's see if we're allowed to agree with the uh, WHO in this case. Uh, you should be allowed to do that. It shouldn't get taken down for impersonation since we're saying, yes, we agree that uh, you should not lock down everybody because of this pandemic. Um, and again, there's other one. WHO doctor says lockdown should not be the main coronavirus defense. Uh, which is what they've used. It's become political theater. It's become uh, this whole sign of compliance. And again, if you give these guys a little inch, they're going to take it forever. So it's just like I told my sister when this whole thing started, and she told me, well, you know, I don't really understand your position on the no mask because it's just to flatten the curve. It's just 14 days to slow. It's like, okay, I get you. And if it was, if I knew that it was going to be 14 days, then guess what? I'll wear a mask for 14 days. But here's what I know about these people in charge. If we give them a little bit, if you comply with this, then it will never go away. And now at least I can show my sister and say, see what I'm saying? See what I told you? This, this will never go away now. Why? Because so many people just bowed their heads and said, we'll do whatever they say and didn't listen. And, and so, again, will this happen in the future? I don't know. I think people are going to continue wearing these masks for a very long time. I don't know if it'll ever go away. Why? Because you've scared the shit out of people. Uh, that's the whole point. Just like uh, JP said, right? Yeah. Trillions have died. Uh, and with trillions of deaths, you're going to get a lot of people who are very afraid. Uh, Gareth Thompson, thank you very much for the super chat. He says, congrats on the baby. Thank you for being a beacon of light in this dark world. Love from the Wales UK. Uh, and Jeremy or Jerem says some Babylonian magic squares for Eru. Thank you very much for that super chat. We do appreciate it. Super chats are very welcomed and appreciated because, of course, none of these videos are allowed to be uh, monetized or have any advertisements on them because we talk about things you're not allowed to talk about. So again, super yeah. chats help extremely. You know, you know what's interesting, Jaron, is is the how regional this appears to be also because, you know, Colorado, uh, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal when we had left, but, you know, here in South Carolina, you can go anywhere. Literally, we can go anywhere and nobody ever says a word to us about, you know, a mask, whether it's in oh, a yeah. grocery store or a Walmart or anywhere i mean they just don't seem to care and and not only that they don't even nobody has ever said one single word to me then the whole time i've been down here about wearing a mask it just blows me away yeah that's and, ridiculous and right i mean yeah because in california it's so much worse and I, you know even when i saw uh alex do his thing in target right where he went he went up to that one guy who didn't have a mask on and i was like what the hell like that just doesn't happen here uh, you, you're in California. Anybody can speak up if they're in California. They'll tell you that you, there is nobody in the stores anymore not wearing masks. They will not allow you. If you walk in, they will follow you around and kick you out, and they will not allow you to purchase anything. So by doing that, they've effectively removed the ability for anybody to go in. Sure, I could go in with a mask and walk around and grab things off the shelf. Nobody's going to tackle me. Nobody. There might be an yeah. employee following closely behind me, but when I get to the checkout, they will not check you out. Really? You, and, they and will Jared, check you out? I've, I've gotten in checked urban out areas of Dallas, they don't care about the mask, really. That was a black dude. Like, a lot of the... And I go and I hang out in a lot of the urban areas of Dallas. 
and I go to the dollar stores. I don't care if you wear a mask in the dollar store, dude, to the Dollar Tree. Nobody gives a crap. Even though, even though it's robbed. posted on the front door, right, Alex? I mean, on the dollar stores that they have here, it's posted right on the front door. You must wear a face covering, but nobody yeah, it wears it. It says one. it on the mask, but they could care less. The people uh, exactly. Are they don't yeah, care. I, they, <laughs> well, it's good I to hear that. Shopping. If it wasn't for the family dollar Dollar Tree, I'd be going insane. They don't say a word to me. They all know me. They they know it's bullcrap. They don't be. They don't want to wear the mask in the Dollar Tree. They're making like nine bucks an hour. So, <laughs> you got to go to certain places in urban areas. They really don't care. Well, that's a good thing, and hopefully that tells me that the trend will continue in that direction. Let's hope. Um, but again, California's the worst. New York's the worst. Uh, all these blue states, obviously the worst uh, but again i forgot who was saying something earlier i think uh brian was saying that it, you said you know they're spraying our food they're you know uh, I, I was reading this article yesterday on the show i don't know if you guys watched any of yesterday's show but it's funny that bill nye talks about that like that's the greatest thing in science you know ever that we have genetically modified food and that farming he says is not natural uh says oh, it right yeah. here he I wasn't it. even talking about that. I'm talking about you go to the places like I have had better luck in Trader Joe's. By the way, I did get thrown out of Sprouts and I did get thrown out of Coles once, and everything I done is pretty pretty documented. I had better luck than you guys at Trader Joe's, though they never threw me out or Rouse, but you definitely get get a lot of looks. But uh, as far as when you go in like Trader Joe's, Jaron, I mean the chemicals that they spray and like before you can put your groceries down on the conveyor belt to pay oh, for yeah. it, they like after every customer they spray it with chemicals oh, and it's right. like you put your vegetables on there and you're supposed to go there because you're a healthy type of person, right? Right. Yeah, it's just like outside of our grocery store, there's always some kid with just some huge spraying device just completely covering, saturating the shopping carts. So I, you know, I have to find a shopping cart as far away as I can. He'd be like, that one's not clean. I'm like, it's fine. I'm not going to die from the shopping cart, dude. Get over it. And think about what you're eating. Everybody's eating out on the road when all the fumes are coming by from cars and you're yeah. literally dining on top of oil stains on the ground and all types of crap. It's disgusting, dude. It's so gross. <laughs> Bob, did you see this too? I mean, Bill Nye tells us how important... Um, well, of course, that we have robots on Mars breaking open the mysteries of the universe. Uh, he says there continues a social trend of science denialism from opposition to hand washing in the 1800s to modic climate deniers, anti-maskers and flat earthers, people who believe the earth is actually flat. And I love how they put this in there. It is not. They love to do that. It's like, oh, yeah. It's <laughs> Anti-science it movements aren't new, but they're a problem facing all of us. So anyway, he tells us that uh, we should all be very thankful for things like relativity. Because uh, <laughs> he says here, your mobile phone depends on Einstein's theories of both special and general relativity to get the right answer or get it to work. And so we take that for granted. So we should all be very thankful to Einstein and his relativity. Uh, but, yeah, he has this little interview with this lady and uh, talks about flat earthers being the you know, the worst thing. And it's, it's trouble for all of us. And, um Again, this whole push. The great thing is, I mean, if you read the comments, oops, I don't want to hear that. If you read the comments down here, a lot of people flat out saying uh, he's not a scientist, for instance. Um, you know, he's, he shouldn't be talking about anti-masker. Um, he's not a scientist. He he's, you know, doesn't do any tests. He's just a science uh, popularizer or uh, whatever Bill you want to call it. He's a fraud, I see. Yeah, it's good. there you go. And a particularly dangerous one because he knows enough of the lingo. He's clearly gone. Right. I mean, it's all pushing an agenda of control. Uh, some people here talking about flat earth, talking about there is no curvature. So, again, the good thing is this is on space.com. Uh, but, I mean, if you if you trust space.com, I mean, look at this article. Please tell me it's still here. Yeah, how about this one? This is all people need to know. Odds of life on the newfound earth-sized planet, 100% astronomer says. 
What? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's one hundred percent. Absolutely insane. It's it's absolutely it's it's positive. I mean, this is the kind of good articles you can find on space.com. So why wouldn't people believe in this bullshit when space.com is going to actually say this? I can't believe it. But they 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 made the same kind of things all over the place, and that is why a few shows ago I shared in the in the chat a few articles from, uh, for example. Um, newspaper, digital newspaper from Spain or even for Argentina and they use the same narrative so anytime that I saw that kind of titles uh, in the articles immediately jumping into my head uh, Guy Consolmagno giving a lecture uh, and telling how you, you, you can create and sustain um, stories narratives to bring the attention the attention to the people uh giving the experience to be part of the uh, super expanded universe and creating a lot of um, you know lies quote unquote but he used the word stories and keep trap the audience and that is what is is, is what it is all about it's making stories Sorry, you know? the they, they extend in in terms of the religion it's like they they extends the heaven into the space, right? Because uh, right. down there, if you if you're trying to go down uh, with our machines, maybe the people is not going to believe anymore in in, in the hell. <laughs> and uh, because we use planes, nobody's going to believe that the guy is above the clouds. So they extended to the infinite universe. Of course, you never go there, and you never will. Bill Nye so also they, says that the reason that we know. He says the reason we know hurricanes are coming and tornadoes is because of space science. Doesn't mention mm -hmm. Doppler. Doesn't mention um, high altitude balloons. Doesn't mean space science. Everything is space science. Yeah. If you watch that interview, it's all he says is that basically everything that we have on Earth is because of space research. Yeah, it's space the most science. important place to do any sort of research of is That's on uh, lower lower Earth gravity. Or microgravity, or whatever, or it's, its orbit. It's like Ira said too. It's such a, a fantasy world where you can make up anything you want. You can say life exists. You can say there's other habitable planets, and that water exists there, and that there's sideways acid rain or diamond rain. And again, I mean, how is anybody going to argue with you? You're talking about something uh, trillions of miles away. It's so stupid. And, I mean, you, yeah, they talk about it as if it's verified science, and they put it at the same level as engineering or something, which yeah. is that's preposterous. That's where it, it's messed up. Yeah, that they really crazy. convinced people, or they think that you know because computers work, uh, we have space science to thank for that. Yeah, have you seen Neil deGrasse lately? He's been blasting off on his Facebook, sounding like Bill Nye in that article the other day. He's like, uh, "All mm -hmm. you flat earthers, anti-maskers, vac, anti-vaxxers." And there was one other one he threw in there, maybe climate deniers or something. He's yeah, like, probably. You're all you're all reading this now on a device that blub. So basically saying because his cell phone works that we went to the moon and all this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even though your cell phone is communicating with a cell tower and that cell tower is connected to another cell tower by underground cables, they still don't get it. They, they still oh, I, don't blast, get it. I blast. I blast. But good the, the other day I, I was in the bathroom and I used relativity to calculate where the shit. <laughs> Nice. Oh, it's not a splash on my ass. Good. And it's, it's, it's great, yeah, man. You can do a lot of things with uh, special relativity. It really helps, yes. It's, it's... Yes, no general relativity. If you use that 
to calculate what you're gonna drop, maybe you you, you get uh, a little water. <laughs> I think Bill Nye actually says, "It's like once again the toilet proves the globe." <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The poopoo, the poopula. We have the, the poopula. poopula. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for remembering that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course. And Bill Nye says that they discovered since the discovery of relativity. It's like they didn't discover relativity. It's some guy with a piece of paper and math. They invented, they invented relativity. Yeah, of course he said. Oh, my, my parents didn't it's know about the discovery. It's amazing it's allowed, though, that he gets away with it for so long. Well, it's because so many of these people in the... I guess, I don't know if I... Again, I think I compare it so, too much to probably this worldview of atheism, but I think once you've taken that step and you say there's no creator and you do everything you can to prove that people like this that talk about the discoveries of science they just it doesn't matter what you say they're going to agree with you doesn't matter if you just bring up evolution again they have these whole theories like evolution that nobody can explain nobody can explain why we've never seen a species turn into another species but because it is needed for their atheistic viewpoint they just laugh and make jokes and like you don't get it it's, it's so long of time like yeah i realize that but with the amount of new species supposedly popping up all the time wouldn't there be one in our lifetimes in some sort of calculable way oh well you don't get it it's been so long it's like okay how are humans going to turn into another species and explain to me how one yeah, they speak as if their their ideas about time which encompass millions and millions of years are actually you know intuitive and make a lot of sense and, and it's verified and rock solid when it's really just theory it's really just, just theory. geology and theory and they adopt that traditionally they just have been running with it for well, again, years. Well, it's so and... it's so needed in their paradigm, right? Why would they ever go back and research it? Why would they ever try and disprove it? It's like that whole line that Bill, not, I mean uh, Neil deGrasse, talks about, where he says, "Oh, well, if somebody comes out with some new evolution evidence or something, well, then there's scientists out there who want to disprove it." It's like no scientist is out there trying to disprove evolution. When they do, they get uh, shut down. When they come back with dinosaurs that are being dated at ten thousand years, they get fired from their job because those kind of things are not allowed. You're, you know. You have to tell the lab that you're sending dinosaur samples so that they can do it a specific way so that it comes back millions of years old. If you don't tell them that and they send it to a lab, they carbon date it, it comes back 10,000 years, and then when they find out it's a dinosaur bone, they shut you, your organization down, fire you, re uh, and no longer allow you to send any yeah, and, specimens and, and, to their and, lab. And the other problem that we see is that the more you look into chemistry, I've been looking to a bunch of chemistry videos, uh, crystals form very fast. Things, reactions. Right between chemicals depending on the circumstance they can happen very fast and things can form incredibly fast it's the contrary well, it's like in, what they're in volcanoes right volcanoes i mean they've done tests where the you know here comes this lava rock they let it dry and then they test it and it comes back th 33 million years old or 10 million <laughs> years old it's like no that just yeah, because it's just all the calibration right hides the whole right that's the whole trick of the calibration exactly how you do it and the machine who controls the machines who calibrates the calibrator there's, there, there are actually these questions, and people don't get into it because they just want to assume they want to get the, like what you said earlier, the easy way, right? When right. you have, you just accept everything they throw at you, no matter how. The other thing I thought was funny is these behind her, she's got this drawing of Saturn. Besides him, he's got this I mean, drawing of Earth. You know, kind of this singular <laughs> thing. Um, when in reality, as you mentioned, solving for space solves for Earth. Studying the mm -hmm. universe. It helps us infinitely understand our lives here on our own. So, what? It, I don't understand. <laughs> it infinitely helps us understand our home by studying space? <laughs> infinitely? Planet. It don't even make sense. Um, I'm no. curious that it's such a simple concept, but it seems tricky 
to ingrain in in a new generation and oh, through this initiative, through all the things you're doing how oh. <laughs> well, here's speaking of how there are people running around in the united states or in the world on the electric internet thinking out loud or whatever the expression is that the earth might be flat <laughs> it's a, what it's a 21st like century a, a so gestapo type space exploration yeah. or planetary science is more important than ever just that that anybody would even joke about it is weird and aren't so, you joking uh, about it this anti-science <laughs> movement that we have in the united states right, in the western world right now is is bad for everybody and so the more we explore outer space the more we learn about ourselves now <laughs> talking practically yeah. all these hurricanes that are coming ashore in the southern states uh, we know where they are and where they're coming mm -hmm, from and yep. give them names because of space assets because we have space assets because we have satellites Space. and cameras and the extraordinary computer models that enable us to predict their past based on yeah computer models yeah computer models that has nothing to do with space uh, barometric pressure readings i mean it's barometric pressure readings nothing to do with space it's amazing and this is all science and it's all space science furthermore i talk all the time my grandparents really didn't have any understanding of relativity especially when they were little kids it hadn't even been discovered yet and they Sco saw the discovered. development of nuclear weapons <laughs> the discovery of the neutron <laughs> development of nuclear weapons and then this idea to use nuclear energy to make heat and electricity Jeez. and look at this painting back well, so not even <laughs> astronomers astrophysicists cosmologists are learning that we don't know about listen to this now 95% of the maybe it's 94 maybe it's 96% yeah. of the universe we yeah. don't know what it is right it's dark matter mm -hmm. in lumps <laughs> in yeah. the cosmos mm -hmm. driven around lumps. by dark energy out there or something right well, 94% of the universe, you know what I mean? What bullcrap, fake so bullshit. So stupid. I mean, these guys are flat out telling you they have no idea what's going on. Their gravitational model is completely absurd when it comes to anything that they supposedly see with their telescope. Ima mm -hmm. you know Imagine what how easy it would be being like the writer of this shit. Like, you don't have to say anything that makes any sense. Nope. You can put any words you want after each other. It's great. You can even make up words as you go along. It's great. You can say <laughs> that you can say that, that we infinitely do. learn more about ourselves by studying planets trillions of miles away. It's the right? dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> how and can you say that? After that, say that you don't understand ninety-five percent right. of the universe. So <laughs> therefore, yeah. what we don't understand ninety-five percent of ourselves either. No, we have no idea. <laughs> Nope, exactly. Yeah, and the, the trick there is that there's always going to be something for them to study. It's kind of like the asteroid belt, right? It has millions of things there. Right. And they can always make a new mission, a new simulation. And can, they have eternal material, all those exoplanets and whatever they say, they, how they, however they say they're going to study it. And this one that you said it has a 100% chance of having life. <laughs> Where is it? A faraway exoplanet? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Of course. Trillions right. of miles away. I mean... It, Again, that's going to be my question thought. when I ask people. 25 trillion miles is supposedly the closest star 
Terrific. I know, it's so ridiculous. I was telling Steffi that the other day. She was looking at the stock. She's like, how far do they say that is? I said, 25 trillion miles. <laughs> yeah, I, I beg people to go outside. you can't see it, but you're looking at happened 440 years ago. <laughs> it's so and, and stupid. It, it, and it's a totally ridiculous theory because the idea is that there's some sort of dimming that happens in the star. And they just claim that has to be a planet, whether whereas right. like it might just be about the frequency or some something else about the star that that gives that the atmosphere uh, of millions it, of things. And it could, could just be, be a little things, thicker yeah. part of the atmosphere that would just happen. It's so ridiculous. But again, they just love this Narnia talk, and it's, uh, you describe it. I mean, once you go past the wardrobe, anything is possible. And they love this idea, and they feel like this is really good. In fact, I think it's how they convince these astronauts to do what they do is you have to teach them that you know kids have to dream and they have to have high hopes and you can't just tell them that the earth is all that there is because they'll be uninterested. So you have to pretend like there's an infinite possibility out there. You can go anywhere, you can do anything. And so they convince these guys that that's important to lie about and to uh, make people believe that there's all this in, in, invisible and uh, infinite nonsense out there. And again, people buy into it quite easily and they wonder why there's science denialism. The other day I was driving my car and I saw, you know how your rearview mirror says items in mirror are closer than they appear? And then I was just mm -hmm. thinking to myself, I'm like, well, don't telescopes use mirrors? So now I'm going to say when we see things in the telescope, the items in the mirror are closer than they appear. So uh, maybe that's why they're coming up with these such well, ridiculous I mean, these people think that telescope is zooming on these things and like that are trillions of miles away or whatever. So but dumb. if they just take the telescope down to the beach, they'll see that's clearly not the case. <laughs> right. And again, we talked about it on the Thursday show. It's so funny that people continue to bring up this whole idea of why can't we see forever. In every debate, in every flat earth versus globe earth debate, there's people who say, well, why can't we see the Himalayas from from Spain? Or why can't we see Spain from the east coast of the United States? Or why can't we see Portugal? It's just such nonsense because people don't realize that you can't see 50 miles. Uh, it takes special circumstances to see that far. Maybe you're up on a hill and you're seeing the, Chicago, the New York skyline at 50 miles, and the buildings are tiny. Why? Because they've gotten smaller because of their distance. They, that's how perspective works. Maybe you can see 75 miles. With Kanagu, you can see 175 miles. Why? Because the sun sets behind it and creates a silhouette. So you can't see 250 miles. I haven't seen that well, yet. Four well, I will ask you why you can't see China from the Louisiana. Right, from the Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so stupid that so you what, can, yeah, so There's what, no atmospheric conditions. They don't exist. It's ridiculous. Space. Of course you can't and, see 500 miles. Yet, people think if they just wait till nighttime and tip their telescope up a little bit, you can see trillions. So you can't see 500 miles, but just tilt it up just a little bit, and all of a sudden you can see trillions of miles. Again, it's ridiculous. You can't see 500 <laughs> miles. There's an atmosphere that's in the way. You know, On the coolest, crispest day ever i don't think you're going to see 500 miles now maybe is there somewhere no. uh, on this earth where a uh, sun will set behind um and, and again all that is is lighting it up like a silhouette it's getting further off in the distance it's behind those mountains um it, it doesn't mean it's setting behind them it doesn't mean it's going underneath them as many people think you can do these experiments for yourself see rob skiba's video uh it's the way perspective works and the way light works when it travels to your eye so again could we maybe see something on this earth 500 miles away maybe but it has to be something huge like Kanagu is a 9,000-foot-tall mountain. It's ginormous. So that's why you can see it at 175 miles. So don't ask me why you can't see buildings or a country. You're not gonna, there's nothing in Spain that you're going to be able to see from the 2,500 miles across the Atlantic Ocean. And think of all the atmosphere that's going on above the ocean. Come on. give me The a idea that we have to explain that is completely ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> why would we have to explain that? And it's because people have been convinced that the reason you can't see forever is because you live on a spinning ball. 
that's what they've been convinced. And so they think that, you know, because boats go over the curve, that that's why you can't see everything in the distance. They don't realize that just like everything else, boats disappear because they get far away from you. And they're pretty small items to begin with. So at about three miles, that thing starts to disappear. And the way our eyes work and the way things work at the base or at the ground level is that the bottom starts to disappear first. We've proven that. Again, they don't get it. So I don't yeah, know if he's Of course, Bill has support. his own boats beyond the horizon, right? Disappearing with his little model of oh, a curve. Yeah, of course. That, that video is terrible. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. So bad. Uh, and again, speed, speed walker. And even Bill Nye's had to change his mind on things, right? Of course, he had the video that talks about how there's two sexes, and he had to get rid of that. It's no longer available. Why? Because now he's part of the group that believes that there's really an infinite amount of sexes. You could really be whatever you want, and... Uh, yeah, well, let's not different. let's not even talk about his sex junk video. Uh, oh, the God. worst video probably in the history of YouTube, and it did have the worst likes versus dislikes that I've basically ever seen. I think maybe the debate recently beat that, but uh, pretty bad. Let's see if you had anything else to say what before we shut him down. Yeah, Bill Gates WBS commercial. WBS that one had a pretty bad yeah. reach. Yeah. <laughs> and it was next gone. Day. Next day. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and so did that video that. Uh, Alex, what was that girl's name who sings the the mask song? When you made a video about that, her video was gone in, in no time, too. But it had a terrible, I think at one time I saw 200 to 1,500, 200 likes to 1,500 dislikes. Relativity, just you guys, your, your mobile phone mm-hmm. depends on both special and general relativity. To Keep get lying to people. Answer, <laughs> to get it to work. And so we take all that for granted, but it's... It's the exploration of space that led to these profound. Wait a second. How is it? How is it the exploration of space? Did, did Einstein explore space? Did I miss something? If Einstein came up with relativity and it's the exploration of space that did it, well, then I, I'm confused. I didn't know he went up in a shuttle and went and explored space. I thought he did math on a paper. Improvements or quality of life. Yeah, the quality of life of all this is so. Quality of life. It's the same prize. They just on repeat, memorize the script. Again, I don't know of any product that anybody could tell me that somebody says that we have that on Earth because of the ISS. Iru, do you know anything yeah, you know, at all? I used to I used to build cell sites and I never explored space. <laughs> I so, spent come on. some time trying to research everything that they say that was invented because of NASA or because of space mm-hmm. one time and then like look up because they were saying that like the cat scan machine and all these things mm-hmm. but if you look at them none of them have anything to do with space no. and they were all being researched well before the 50s like those technologies so it was even before they even had the space program that they were researching it right. to begin with and and then the actually only thing that i could find that was actually from nasa is um survival blankets god that's right. it right and that's because these guys might crash there when they drop them out of a plane they might crash in the <laughs> forest and they need survival blankets <laughs> Again, I yeah. mean, they've got they employ forty thousand people. NASA supposedly, and that doesn't count all their subsidiaries. So, of course, when you have that many people, engineers working on projects, they're going to create some things. It's like the microwave, they say. So, I mean, we're supposed to believe if NASA was never here, we would never have the microwave. It's ridiculous. Somebody discovered the microwave, invented the microwave, it had nothing to do with space science, it had nothing. <laughs> they just work for NASA. Planes, right? Yeah, and then they go and they sell. I mean, we've pointed this out numerous times, and I don't know why people don't get it. NASA, who is funded by tax dollars, hires people who invent things, and then NASA sells those patents to companies. And people don't understand what that does. If a company buys a patent, they're able to charge you a bunch of money for something, 
that other com- 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 companies can't make and they can't compete because they don't have the patent for it. And so, therefore, these companies can charge you an arm and a leg for things and your tax money paid for the invention of that item. Those are the kind of things. That's why we should be living free, as you say. Right. That's why we should be in a much better place if it wasn't for businesses, companies like NASA selling patents that we paid to have discovered. Those things should be in the open market and things like that should be cheap and and traded easily and uh, open source. But no, instead, they sell those patents for huge dollars to companies who can then charge you an arm and a leg. It's ridiculous. So see if he has anything else funny to say. Agriculture, as I mentioned, depends on all of this technology. Agriculture depends on space. (laughs) Today's, by the way, the first day of fall, first day of autumn in the northern hemisphere. Woo! Exciting. (laughs) We compute that or assign that based on observation of distant stars <laughs> to find the Earth's... Uh. We compute the first day of August by our observation of distant stars. ...place in its orbit. So we all take it for, We all go to Staples or wherever it is uh-huh. and buy calendars, and we all take it for granted, but it's all a result of space exploration. Oh, God. Absolutely. Now calendars are a result of space exploration. Okay. I mean, you could just say anything. Think of anything you want, and you could say it's a result... I mean, you know, we got people out there who are milking cows daily. That's a product of space exploration. You could just say that if you're Bill Nye. I mean, it doesn't matter. You can put in whatever you want. Everything came from space. Everything. Everything. Yeah, there's nothing that didn't come from space. I can't think of anything. Nothing for military. Think of what he's saying. He actually said. Yeah, and he actually said farming. Farming. He goes on to say one of the funnier quotes I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) How could you say farming? He says farming is not natural. What? What do you mean? Yeah, you guys have taken it and made it not natural, but farming is one of the most natural things that there is in nature. That's uh, right there for you. And yet they've now co-opted that and said farming is a result of space science. So, I mean, clearly it's, <laughs> I mean, it's integral to every facet of life on Earth. Okay. Today, that we study space. Mm-hmm. But I'm it's curious- integral to every aspect on Earth today. Calendars, everything. Farming, I mean, it's integral about your thoughts on human space exploration, because while that's a part of that, it's really a unique piece of the puzzle. Um, I mean, with the recent Demo 2 launch from SpaceX, uh, we're really kind of- Yeah, he goes on to say that we need to put people on the moon and how much it's gonna cost. It's $28 billion by 2024. So they're already coming out with these excuses now. And now the excuse will be, well, we couldn't go to the moon in 2024. Why? It's because of politics. That's what he basically says, right? Politics gets in the way. If we just had all this money for space exploration, we'd be on the moon. We'd have a base on Mars. We'd have a base on the moon. But it's because of politics. And that's why this whole date of 2024 was such a joke. uh, Because by 2024, they'll be able to push it out again and people will keep buying it. In fact, I don't think people would ever wake up to that lie. Maybe well after I'm gone, but maybe in the year 2080, 2100, eventually people will start asking the question like, wait, didn't they say it would be in the year 2025. Didn't they say it would be 2050? Didn't they say it would be in 2055? But again, what they're going to eventually do is they're going to tell people that it's too dangerous. There'll be some sort of accident. It'll be too dangerous to do human exploration anymore. And so it will be all robotic exploration and basically CGI and uh, fabricated videos. I mean, have you guys seen? I mean, they've already been talking about, isn't it this month that it's supposed to land on Binu or whatever? Isn't that coming? I'll see if I can find the video on that. Anyway, I've heard enough from Bill. Yeah, every week, every week, every uh, week, they, they can land in, on every asteroid. In fact, that yes, oh. two days ago, I, I presented an article uh, from April of this year uh, that said NASA prepares for the god of chaos in April. 
and it was all in investigation about uh, an asteroid that supposedly passed between the moon and the earth at only uh, i don't know uh, they say like uh, something like uh, 200,000 uh, kilometers that you can see below earth. you now sorry and, and nobody saw that and then of course nobody see that that type of asteroid but the nice thing is for me is that every mission out there is is like they repeat the same ancient uh, uh, history like the Greeks but in our days that right. is why they use Apollo Venus uh, I don't know Gemini Vlad uh, the god of chaos of and even they use astrology to create news because I, I remember that maybe it was the last week uh, we read uh, about the news with uh, with uh, Jupiter uh, has I don't Life. know a super big storm that oh. they check some whatever to Venus, suppose something right. like that. So when you go to the um, to the history itself, it's that like the god Jupiter uh, attack the goddess Venus. Venus, uh, you know, it's it's like the same thing. It's it's like the ancient story, but bring in space. Yeah, so I saw this video because I guess it's going to happen according to this October 20th. So we're right around the corner when uh, this craft supposedly. And again, it has to be true because I'm able to do this in, th in 360 right now, as you can see. Uh, I can actually a historic moment is on the horizon for NASA's OSIRIS-REx mission. So this thing, which is supposedly in orbit of some asteroid, right, is going to... Uh, it's going to land on it. It's going to land. It's going to stop somehow. Here we go. It's going to lower it, down. It looks like a gravel pit, the, the asteroid. It looks like it's a photo when you see the details. It looks like it's just taken <laughs> off the floor. But this is no different than it's what so they... It's so pathetic, dude. Yeah, this is no My different God. than what they show you and tell you is real anyway. So, I mean, what's the difference? I mean, once they've got people... I mean, oh, look, at he's lowering himself. He's going to grab this little sample, and then he's going to go drop it in the ocean, and some person's going to go pick it up and believe that it's real. Again, you could just fly in a plane, drop it in the ocean, go dude, throw it the out Dude, the secrets there. of the universe are in these asteroids. And every one of them, every little bit of yes. every gram of dust, you have secrets of the universe inside, and they can decipher right. for us. You should be grateful. And I think they say it's going to grab like one <laughs> gram. Do you know how much one gram is? I think a, I think a penny is three point five grams. Well, it, imagine how much it costs. How, how much does that gram cost at the end? Oh you know, boy. The, and it will it will discover the secrets of the universe. It will tell us all about where we came from, where the sun came from, how it was made, how gold is made. Look at how fascinating Wait, it is, man. It's can you imagine this thing terrain. doing this? I mean, what, what are you talking about? How would this thing just lower down? And it's beautiful. It's going to do this. Look at and the design. Fragments are going to fly away, and then it's going to capture just a, you know, a little bit in this one, and then this thing's going to fly back to Earth. It's going to take back off from the asteroid. It's going to come back to Earth and drop in the ocean. Uh -huh. What amazing... Uh, engineering is. is done by NASA. And again, people will buy it and they'll love it and it will be on your mainstream news and people will believe it. Um, it flies like a balloon. Every movement of what that spacecraft is calculated yes. bending the space-time. Yeah. Right. Not, oh, yeah. yeah. not be at force. They calculated right. bending space-time right. around every single planet and stars that surround our... You know, did you guys see that? Veritasium did a video, right, where he says gravity's not a force uh, yes. he's, he's gone back and forth with changing the name first it said gravity is an illusion gravity's not a force he changed the thumbnail a bunch of times why because he's getting so much shit from it 
because it's just something you're not allowed to say. Again, it's the most important discovery ever. Gravity is the most amazing thing ever. Uh, yet they still can't even decide what it is exactly. Is it the bending of space-time? Is it an illusion? Is it a force? It's just hilarious. They, they, they don't even know which direction to go, and this is kind of what you were saying. You're able, you have an open slate. Uh, imagine you're able to say it is a force, you're able to say it isn't a force, and you can get away with it in the world of um, cosmology and, and astrophysics. Pretty amazing. Anything and every science fiction, right? It, it, it's, that's, that's the whole key of the trick. It, which sounds incredible for people. People don't want to believe this, that astrophysics is just science fiction, but it is made with math. It literally is. And you read their, yeah. you can read their academic papers and verify that that's the case. And at best, you can say is a kind of computer, um, IT, you know, making simulations in computers and, and claiming it, it, it is what the universe is like, but it's computer simulation gaming kind of thing. That's what it is, modeling. And there's just, I mean, there's so many videos. I mean, somebody needs to go together and put, I was looking at this video today, uh, just more funny stuff. I mean, this is supposed to be real. I'm not joking. This is a, uh, a supposed it, it video. It is real. It's a miniature. It's a miniature, like used to do Hollywood. And yeah. they still do it, you know, nowadays. What do you think? Uh, on, on strings, right? Real lighting, a real object. And that is why, at that time, I believe people buy it. Because they don't have computer-generated images, right. which in our day is still difficult to achieve, you right. know, reality, realism uh, with uh, If you are not a big studio with uh, good computer systems, knowing what you're doing with the uh, render engines and blah, blah, blah. But at this time, it was much easier because they are experts doing miniatures. And right. that is what it is. That is a miniature in studio with the black, uh, silk in the background and right. done it. And then one light yeah. source, so they get away with the one light source, and people bought it. It's, and I think a lot of those Earth pictures, like you've shown, you the the big painted ball. Yeah. Which one yeah. is this, Jen? Uh, it's part of the space shuttle, supposedly in outer space. I don't know which part or if it came out of the dock. I was just looking at old videos I have. Um, I don't know the year on it. I could probably find it for you if I look at the details of it. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I mean, there's so Ido, many videos Ido like that. showed that technique. And I don't know if people, yeah, remember exactly what he was saying. That's been used for a long, long time. And they also use it for the asteroids. Uh, in our they... modern days, yeah, the, the advantage that you have in our modern days is that you have... Um, what it called um, robotic arms. So you can repeat the same movement, uh, you know, right. how many times you need. So you can multiply different layers uh, via, uh, you know, you, you make the repetitions uh, with the robotic arms and you can use multiple layers of real objects. And that was impossible a few decades ago because you cannot make a human repeat the same movement with the camera, even with the dolly or, or, or a track or whatever. But um, they, they have all they want and until they don't show the stars in outer space, they can do whatever they want because the most difficult things to imitate is the star's position. So when they take that away, uh, they just put these black backgrounds so they can do whatever they want. They, they they don't need to show you nothing in terms of something that maybe acts uh, as a whistleblower for us, like the stars. 
Yeah, the stars they only show in the ISS footage. Those that that yeah, they have so many inconsistencies. They, they don't. They in in post production images of the ISS. They they are. Yeah, not, they claim. Uh, well, they claim the astronauts are actually taking the photographs, right? There's a, a series of them. Uh, there's. I just look at some. Huh? But not on live. No, 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 no. no. Never in their, no, their no. Flickr, whatever, they put it out after, yeah, of course. Not live, no. Yeah, no, they, they, it's ridiculous. But again, I mean, I, I get why people want to believe it. Uh, the idea of space is very exciting, and, and it's been going on forever. And again, they, they remember all those videos they did, these little educational videos for students in class, and I mean, they were talking about from the 50s, that when man explores space, they will, you know, man will grow in its evolution. So, but, And so you say that over and over again, and if you ever realize at any point, oops, we can't go where we think we could go, they're going to never admit that. So at what point did they know? I don't know. Did they know in 1900 that they couldn't go where they thought they could go? I don't know. Or was it something they realized in the 50s and 60s, but it was too late because they'd been talking about when man explores space, it will be the greatest outcome ever. And they showed people all these satellites and these little, uh, it's like this video here. I mean, this is the kind of stuff they were showing people. Uh, this, this satellite will go to space. This is from 1959. Mm. Um, <laughs> it didn't change very much. It, it all kind of looks the same. They, it looks so shitty still now. <laughs> it still looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. And again, they just told people this will be the outcome of people going to space and we will learn all these things. And, and they had a lot of accents and couldn't shoot things up there. And I know a lot of people say, I've had a lot of people tell me, well, Jared, I'm pretty sure that NASA does launch some things. Uh, they don't fake every launch. And it's like, yeah, well, we agree with that, that I do think that they launch things out to the water. It's an ingenious idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just launch them. Again, they, they base it off what I just said earlier about how far we can see. You, and you the important thing is nobody ever gets in those rockets. That's what people need to understand too. They don't. Nobody. Nobody's getting inside those. No, no, and, and that's why they'll do away with eventually humans traveling. They'll just say it's too dangerous, and it's better for us to do it all robotically, and we can make the same discoveries, and it will be far cheaper. Um, uh, they use the Einsteinian wormhole with the Enterprise level uh, secret space program uh, ships that they claim they have. Um, at least the people that talk about that (laughs) wormhole uh, traveling so they don't need any of these antiquated uh, hyperdrive and all that Star Trek stuff they they go well it is Star Trek stuff but they claim it's already here there's people that make those claims well that's another thing I mean you can find all that right space.com you can find article after article saying guy discovers that space I mean time travel is real I mean that's how absurd it's gotten time travel is real I mean, anybody who is who has half a brain can just sit back and realize that there is no time travel. In fact, yeah, there was one story and uh, I followed of this guy who claimed to be a tri- time traveler and had millions of followers, and he kept on he passed a um, light detector test, and he kept on making the claim until he finally couldn't take it anymore, and then he came out and he said he had a uh, he said he had a photo of a T Rex that he took while traveling in. To the past, and he showed that photo, and people really wanted to believe it. That's that's what is incredible. But later, he just said, "You know, I'm just a guy. I was lonely. I didn't know what to do." And I just he started admitted that. It. And he, he, yeah, he, he came out the detector, right? Yeah. Well, I just don't think it's possible. Again, they love to tell people that, and this is what you get when you start having math on paper, where oh, but we can bend space time, and if we make these, what do they call them, wormholes, mm-hmm. right? 
where you basically take a piece of paper and they say, well, you know, space is flat like this piece of paper. <laughs> and so if we fold the paper, then you can make a hole in one side and a hole in the other. And you can travel from that point to point and faster than the speed of time and you would, or the speed of light. And at that point, you would be able to go back in time. And people believe this stuff and, and mull it over. I think it's absolutely insanity. I think time is something that uh, moves along. There is only the present. Uh, everything in the past is simply a, a memory. You know, that's why I think sometimes video is good or because <laughs> you're not going to get much else besides that. I mean, it's just it's gone. The past is gone. So there's only the present. And yet um, I don't think that we can time travel. But again, these are the kind of things on space.com that you're going to find. Or like you said, you did you mention that you said something about I thought they said they found life on Mars. You said I'm sorry, life on Venus. You said that there's a storm on Venus that's throwing things at Mercury. <laughs> it's amazing. Really they're amazing having stuff. a pillow fight in space. But again, you could just say anything. I mean, it's yeah. just pretty sad. Uh boy. So I guess back Remember to... when they said that there were two satellites out by Pluto, like ten billion miles away that have been out there since like the oh, late seventies and then all of a sudden they like one of them turned themselves back on and it's been yep. sending text messages back and forth to people? Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Voyager, what is that? Voyager, what is this? I think it's 13 billion miles away. They, yeah, yeah, there's Voyager yeah. 1, Voyager 2. They're both out there, you know, past the They're influence of the sun's messages. gravity. Yeah, yeah, they said they were they were put in orbit in like 1977 or yeah, 78, 77. And, and supposedly people are sending text messages to it to win a contest. They were putting it out there, and one of them uh, supposedly shut off and just all of a sudden randomly turned back on one time. Uh, oh, man, it's just unbelievable that people buy that. Uh, I saw another article the other day that, that by using lasers from Earth, they think they can send a, a light sail to the closest star. It's going to get there in 20 years. I mean, it's just the kind of things that they say. And again, people believe it. People want to believe it. But uh, back to, I guess, the title of the show, The Purge, real quick. Like we said, a lot of people losing channels because you're not allowed to say certain things. Uh, but real quick, where can people find you, Brian and Karen? Because I know you guys are part of the Hated On. Uh, you've got strikes and have been pushed around. So where's the best place? And do you guys have a plan? Uh, how's your D-Lives doing? Are you getting enough people over there? Or people just prefer the YouTube landscape? Um, people definitely prefer the YouTube. But if I have to go to D-Live, I know, you know enough people will come over to the live shows. I, I did it for a few weeks, so... I think it'll be fine when I multi-stream. You know, I only get like maybe 30, 40 people over there because everybody's over on YouTube. But both of our channels are down until December. Um, I have two strikes on two different channels. So we're, we're going on her backup channel and my backup channel. So the names of the channels are Unveiling This Realm. That's where we were last night. And then next week, if we do a show, we'll be on my backup, which is The Real News Online. Okay, sweet. And Iru, is your channel growing slowly? Coming along, coming back? Iru's gone. Maybe he's eating dinner. Earth, Iru. Uh, come in, Iru. <laughs> come in, Iru. Well, I think one of the... <laughs> My channel's on two strikes, and I'm going to lose it any day now. So if anybody in the <clears throat> chat would follow Conspiracy Castle 2.0, and even Conspiracy Castle 3.0 is now activated, and I'm live streaming to there as <laughs> nice. well, if anybody would like to follow... 2.0 and 3.0, those secret channels. You can be early adopters, and I'll love you guys extra if you follow that. Yep. And you know what? None of the Globusters channels have any strikes. Neener, neener, neener. Nice. <laughs> Bob, taking good good care Wait, of the channel. That way. Wow, I can't believe that. 
I can't either. Well, I think it's good to do like shows like this where I don't put anything in the tags. I don't know, Bob, do you do tags still or no more tags? Nope, got rid of the tags. Okay, so that's that's a step in the right direction. So kind of helping some people out. I think putting very provocative titles is very uh, dangerous. Uh, When you say the Jaronism Friday Lounge number 45, (laughs) The Purge, I don't know. Because you have to think that there's just not Mm. enough human beings to review all the content on YouTube. There's just not. So you're not helping yourself out. Now, again, once your channel is blacklisted or whatever you want to call it, then, yes, you're not going to uh, get any monetization, and they're going to turn that off right at the start of every show. But, I mean, at least you can keep your channel up as long as possible. And, again, be ready to start another one. I've got Jaronism Raw. Hopefully people are subscribed to that. So if this one went down, I'd be over there. Uh, But, again, the best thing you can do, if I have to give any advice, would be right now start simulcasting on DLive. And maybe to get people over there, do a once a week D live only yep. stream. Maybe it's only a half hour, but you kind of have to remind people that there's another avenue. Uh, reward people over there for going there. Stream everything because that's kind of how I started. And now D lives kind of cool. If I started and did a show on D live only, I would probably have four or five hundred people there. The reason why is because for the first six months, I just simulcasted, and all of a sudden, there's a good little chat group that grows there. People start subscribing. People start following. So that's my recommendation, Alex. Make sure you're doing your stream on DLive at the same time. Yeah, I simulcast. I yeah. pay a 99 bucks a month for Restream to be able to stream to all these accounts. It's a pain in the ass. But $99 a month? What did you say? What? what? Yes, what? dude. But I, have to, <laughs> I, have to, I know that sounds crazy, but that's how I can stream it to unlimited accounts. I was paying 49 bucks a month, but I'm, I'm planning on, I'm planning on having like five have- backups. It's because I want to stream. To, I want to stream to Conspiracy Castle, Conspiracy Castle 2.0, uh, and Conspiracy Castle 3.0. So I had to get a business account to be able to do more than three. Uh, Insta, I mean, more than three YouTubes. Yeah, at I the mean, same I, time. I've never paid a penny for Restream, and I use Restream yeah. like right now. I'm using Restream to go to YouTube and DLive. But now, you're again, not streaming to three YouTube channels no. at once. No, because I'm not same. even sure that's necessarily a safe thing to do. Really, based on. <laughs> yeah. Based on what I've seen, because I've tried yeah, to. Yeah, read... that way you get three strikes at once. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I've tried to. Uh, but I. But I'm saying I'm going to lose one anyway, so I want to have some sort of save streams, you know, on those right. other channels. I'm going to lose my channel regardless. And save your save your uh, recording. Yeah, Download do your that. stream. Yeah, and do then that. That's, I'd rather pay the money and then just have it saved and not even have to upload it and just have it on those other channels. And Joe Mama, thank God, backs up the <laughs> channel, but. Um, yeah, I just rather do. I'd rather pay that money, and then those live streams are already saved in there, and then I don't have to do a dang thing. Right, it's pretty good. But I mean, I would, if I were you, get a website. If you're spending ninety nine dollars a month on Restream, you can pay a lot less for that than that. For I think I that's pay... the most expensive one. What do you mean that's insane? That, that's how you can go to three <laughs> channels at once. It's the only other option. No, but I mean, I don't think that necessarily you need to be doing that. Is what I'm saying. Alex, oh, I, I probably do don't. Streamyard. I, I can do that with Streamyard. Yeah. Yeah, you can go to three channels, three YouTube channels at once. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You can do that. absolutely. I can do my channel, Karen's yeah. channel, one of my backup it's, channels. Well, well, no, no, one hundred and eighty a year. That's it. The thing is, it, it it lets me go to the three YouTube channels, and then that includes like all those other channels, D Live, Simulcast. I don't know, dude. Maybe Just I'm getting saying. ripped off. What the hell do I know? I've been doing this five months. What the hell do I know? But. <laughs> Yeah, I pay ninety nine bucks to be able, and I just started paying that. I was paying whatever forty nine, and then I got I had to go to the platinum account, the professional account. Hmm. And I don't know how much I pay for Vimeo. I think it's like seventy or eighty a year. But Vimeo is nice in the fact that you can make a website and then you can put videos up on Vimeo, uh, and then have them available on your website. 
and at least you can upload things. So, I mean, you know, a lot of these Friday lounges that get taken down from YouTube or the Thursday shows we've been doing, those are all available on my website. So, again, I know people don't like going to websites. The problem is right now when you have YouTube, they're not going to go there. The hope is that eventually – I mean, Jeff Berwick is doing the same thing, right? I mean, he um, – got taken down from YouTube or I don't know I watched a video yesterday where I think he's saying that he took himself down which I'm not sure is true because I do have let me go and show you I do have on my website some links and he said he turned his videos all to private I'm not sure if you do that isn't your channel still findable um, yeah absolutely. my video I made my videos private my channel is still findable right almost so, all my videos are private now I did recently re-upload things but all my old stuff's private because I don't want to get a, a copyright strike on an old video while I'm trying right. to ride out the strikes you know which is what he said he did but if you go to links on my site I've got these buttons for different channels but the dollar vigilante channel if you click on that it actually comes up with YouTube saying this channel is not available so I do think YouTube removed him even though the most recent video that he did uh, I believe says that he took his channel down um, if you go to Dollar Vigilante TV, I mean, this is something he started on his own where all his videos are here, safe on his own site. So if you're still looking for Jeff's walk and talks, you can still find those. Although here's the video. TD, TDV is banned from YouTube. There's people, you know, places like BitChute. But I think these are good ideas. I don't know how he did this. I'm trying to do it on, you know, my website uh, the best I can. Hopefully it gets better. I mean, things like Patreon help. I'm able to upload. This is yesterday's show. I mean, some of these things aren't available on YouTube anymore, but they're available because I upload them to uh, Vimeo. Uh, and then I can do patron-only kind of stuff. You know, these videos here, they have this little icon or for patrons only. They're able to find those. So, I mean, there is ways around it. Um, but again, I understand people love... I mean, people love YouTube. They just, uh, it's easy. The videos load easy. I've talked about it before. There's no other video site that really the videos load as easy as YouTube. So I get it. They've done that so that they pigeonhole people yeah. into basically being the only place they can find content. And then when they don't see anything anymore. Live, live chat part of it too, which DLive does replace that, yep. you know, a bit. But the problem is, is that they, they can't save the videos past three days unless you have an, a better or like a premium right. account or something and then it's only 30 days yeah. and so the videos eventually do go away and also right. their mobile app is kind of glitchy it's really hard to get it to stream consistently if you're not on a desktop for me See, anyway. that's the hard thing and i well, don't what, know what, if so if you pay for the premium they would all save why not pay for the premium then which one well it only saves it for 30 days no oh, it's not oh, no okay. it's not paying it's like for you it you pay for it it's just yeah. if you have like a, a, yeah, a partner account or something yeah. which you would oh, definitely oh, you, yeah, you have to get partner i get it but you would definitely get that because i think you have to stream 15 days in a 30-day period to get partner status or something like that oh that's but, all you have to do I th well, there's a couple other things. You have to have a thousand followers, and I don't remember what the yeah. other things are. But uh, I'm always on the little prefaces right there at 15 a month um, because we do the four shows a week. So sometimes if we do one less show, then it's like right below 15. But again, I mean, you're able to download them. Yeah, they're there for three days. I wish you could upload videos and things like that. It's just not something that's there yet. Will it eventually be there? I don't know. I haven't had much luck with library. I know a lot of people really like it. Uh, I don't yeah. really get it. I guess that's just my inability to kind of sit down and learn the system. People even tell me, oh, you can make money there and you can do this. And yeah. I don't get it yet. Um, I don't even know if I'm logging into my account. Like, you can't log in and, like, look at your videos. Do you guys have that issue? Like, it's not. Yeah, I can't, I, can't, I can't figure out how to look at my videos. I get emails that say my videos are, like, uploaded or whatever. Me too. And then I have the bit shoot. <laughs> and 
my bit shoot hasn't like updated since like July. Like I don't know, how, you know what I mean? Like right. it's, I thought it automatically pulls your videos in. And then yeah. library says I think library pulls your videos in automatically, but only if they're a certain length or less. So like my shows that always go two or three hours, some of those don't show up. Like none of these Friday lounge oh. for some reason show up. Um, yeah. I think but that's it. Yeah, I don't really get it. So uh, until some it. of these people get, uh, how about brand new tube? People heard about that. Anybody doing anything there? I signed up for an account and I never went back and checked on it because uh, what was it that discouraged me from it? There was a feature that just totally absent. I was like, oh, this sucks. I forget what it was though. I have I haven't gone back. So library, I... I know backs up all the videos that I upload to my channel, but yeah, it won't do live streams. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, it's useless for me. So yeah, I like doing live streams now a lot more than editing videos, rendering videos, which seems to take forever. I uh, kind of am in the Alex category that when you do a live stream, it's boom, it's done, it's uploaded, it's all good. Yep. Um, we miss those videos, Jaden. We miss your analysis. And I'm talking my, as my video analysis for the community out there. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. We miss it, you, man. We miss you. Purpose. It is true. It is true, uh, Jaren. I mean, you made some of the best videos, hands down, and I know that they're super you know, tedious and there's a whole lot of work into it, but man, you had fabulous videos. Well, thank but, you. You know, you can only make so many videos and cover the same topic, you know, a certain amount of times. So you should, you know, what you should do, Jaren, is start re-releasing a, a lot of these things on premieres and watch them with people. I think you'd, you know, get a lot more people coming and, and maybe even generate some more revenue for you. Yep. Yeah, yeah, with maybe. the, with the, the restream, Jaren, you can restream old videos like it's live to all the different stuff at once. I mean, I know you know you can do that, but yeah, that actually about be that cool. before. You can pre-program a bunch of videos to be in, in, played in a succession as if they're live. Yeah, you literally could make like a really cool like playlist almost. Mm -hmm. hmm. Kind of like what Bob has for the 24 hours flat earth, but then it will be a, a playlist of your own videos coming in uh, live for people to watch and comment. That, that is possible to restream, but one of those accounts, I think it's even, yeah, I don't know. I don't have it. I used a free one. But. Yeah, or, or you know what you could do also, Jaren, I think, is you could, like, play those videos and, and go back and add additional commentary to them. That'd probably and, be the best thing, because, again, that's not, at least you're not duplicating content that way. Well, you can't anyway, because you can't simply, you can't simply say, like, your inverse square law one, you can't just re-upload that. Um, it won't let you have two, two of the same video on you would have to delete your old one oh okay. so uh, which you can we do definitely want you can just retitle commentary. it well, director's commentary just, for sure you can just Absolutely. retitle a video not in youtube but if you go in your computer and re retitle the file and then you re-upload it youtube won't pick it up and you can have the same video twice oh okay well i don't know i just think if i were you during the way i would do it is is i would play your old videos your really good ones uh, which most of them were, and just mm -hmm. add your director's commentary on top of it. Mm -hmm. I think that would be excellent for you, and and it would generate a lot of revenue. You could get super ch super chats at the same time, and you know. And you, maybe you, even your point of view has even changed on some of the stuff, so it'd be even interesting to go back and yeah. see the old stuff. Yeah, I think it has changed on a lot of things, so it's probably good for people to. Uh, here, so yeah, possibility with that. Um, I want to do some new shows. I think it's good to keep things moving, keep it different. Um, you know, we've been doing this lounge for a year. Has it been a year since we've been in Amsterdam? Yeah, now no, I don't even know. Maybe been about a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It doesn't seem like it's been. Uh, and it's hard to not do the same shit over and over and over again. And I get concerned about that. You know, on Globusters. 
but then, you know, like I said, then I look at Nathan Oakley's channel and it's like, well, you know, if he can pull that off, <laughs> right. um, you know, that's uh, covering it. Though, and exactly. Very informational. Yeah. I yeah. think people like Globusters for what it is, right? I mean, it is a good show where Bob comes up with a topic, covers that topic, videos relating to that topic. We all have a conversation about that topic. That's good. It serves its good purpose. So I certainly wouldn't uh, change. And yeah, people don't even remember that. You know, I wanted to get rid of Globusters, and then uh, you know, Bob kind of said, "Well, let me take it over and do it in a way that uh, he wanted to do, which I liked, because Bob wanted to take it a little bit more scientific. I think a lot of my stuff is sometimes observational or philosophical uh, more than scientific." But uh, Bob took it over and has done great. So glad, Bob, that uh, no strikes on any of those channels. Fantastic. Uh, nope. So that's good. So uh, what else did we have to I have an cover? idea. Yes, Jaren, idea. if I wore a fake eye patch on the airplane, would they still try to make me wear a mask? Or would they actually believe I was disabled if I had the eye patch? Hmm. Eye patch only, they would make you wear a mask. They would. What's the group consensus? Mask if I wore just an eye patch? I, I think that they'd still make you wear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, unfortunately. And the other thing that, that I had, Jaren, I dropped the oh, video yeah. in chat. The, uh, Let me get let's there. See. Oh, and, and by the way, while we've been on, Dr. Danny Faulkner went live with a dumbass video called Counter- Countering the Flat Earth uh, Phenomenon. And I was trying to catch a little bit of it at the same time, <laughs> but uh, I'll have to watch it later and do a little bit of a review on it. Um, but the video I dropped in the chat is called In Search of a Flat Earth. Okay. Now, this this is video. The guy, uh, Folding Ideas, has 392,000 subscribers. This particular video uh, came out on 9-11, and it has almost 750,000 views. And it is the biggest line of horseshit. You know, I mean, he he acts like he's trying to give the Flat Earthers the benefit of the doubt. But then he also then he just starts kind of falling back into the same old, same old, you know, type of rhetoric. Um, and didn't this know, guy go to the conference, Bob? This guy, I don't know, I don't remember. Danny Faulkner, I think. Oh, no, I no, think no, oh Danny Faulkner, yeah, yeah he's always, this is he's somebody every different. One of them. Mm-hmm. This is somebody yeah, no, different, I'm ta- though. I'm talking about the folding ideas guy. Uh, the oh, uh, insert. Did I drop the wrong video in the chat? No, I got folding ideas. I'm, it's up. Oh, okay. I All don't right. know what. Yeah, yeah. Did you say Danny Faulkner? I could have sworn I thought you said. I, I did. That. I did. Yeah. He well, said we... that he went live and he had to go catch the video later, and then oh, he started okay. talking about confused. the next thing. Right. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So Danny Faulkner went live on a channel called Is Genesis History, and you know I was catching a little bit of it, but yeah, it was a bunch of horse manure, and maybe I'll cover that on Sunday. But um, yeah, I mean, it just amazes me that that you know the videos like this, this in search of flat Earth who tries to come out and tries to be fair but you know i'd like to you know maybe get somebody like contact this guy and say look are you really interested in understanding where you are misrepresenting us and see if somebody like this would come on i doubt it but you know and and hear a rebuttal to it uh personally but again i'm afraid that it would be just like any other baller it'd be a waste of time and nobody would ever get anywhere so is this what he's saying that it can't be a flat earth because of q is this his whole line? Why does he get into the Q movement? I don't know. Did you guys see the town hall yesterday with Trump and them talking about Q to him? No, okay, I didn't. So the... But I've heard a lot about that. Yeah, I mean, Trump is not question. denying Q, apparently. Uh, no, he just pretended like he didn't know what it was. And he says, I know that they're against pedophilia. And she says, well, don't. can't you say that you know there's no 
you know, pedophilia network. Um, and he says, no, I can't say that. How, how would you, you can't say that? You can't say there's no pedophilia network. So he's kind of leaving it open. But I mean, he doesn't, he pretends like he doesn't know who Q is, but this whole line on the media social, I mean, on the, uh, mainstream media, the last couple of days is this, uh, Q is dangerous. It needs to be removed. It thinks that they left is a bunch of pedophiles and Trump won't denounce it. And it's a conspiracy theory. And they equate Q believers to flat earth and everything else. So I thought the weird thing is he has Q in his videos about in search of a flat earth. Let me just press play for a second and hear what he's saying about this particular second here. Let's see. Perspective of QAnon is that Donald Trump hasn't been authoritarian enough. And the multi-layered deep state game of 4D chess is their explanation for why he has not simply eliminated his enemies and made America great again. Likewise, every failed Q prediction simply becomes reinforcing evidence of just how... Yeah, that's the dangerous thing about the Q thing. That's why we've... I mean, pretty much everybody here has had uh, their reasons why Q should not be followed closely. Because again, this is what always happens. They co-opt mm-hmm. these ideas and then they say this is ridiculous and because it's ridiculous all conspiracy theories are ridiculous right so yeah, yeah. And by the way i didn't know you were referring to this video i thought this you were talking about another video that came on but yeah he does address the, the q phenomenon this as well but his argument in in large part is just all kinds of full of holes and um i may cover this uh on sunday mm-hmm but uh, I don't know. I, I got to tell you, ever since we went after, you know, Professor Dave, and then, of course, he does his rebuttal and they get three million hits on it. Uh, God, it's hard to do stuff like that because they're just looking, you know, for somebody to, you know, jump back and jump back with pure ridicule and not actually have a case like Professor Dave does. Right. He just wow, so goes easy. back to all the same old rhetoric. Again, I hate to keep saying it, but I wish my job was to quote-unquote debunk flat earth uh because nothing is easier than to do a video where you just say science and look up nasa websites and say well look at how we discovered the atmosphere on venus if it wasn't for our traveling there Uh, it's just so easy to say how do we know gps how do boats know where to go to deliver your goods you wouldn't have clothing if it wasn't for the gps getting the boats (laughs) to travel to the you know Say it again? Right, exactly. I mean, we can look with our telescope and see that Mars is round, and we've got a, a remote control robot there. I mean, how would you have that if the Earth was flat? I mean, uh, so it's just, it's such an easy way out. And I think so many people are looking for easy answers rather than with flat Earth. I mean, the tough thing is, is it's tough if you're somebody looking into this to just find a video where basically you're questions can be answered right even if you're talking about flat earth clues even if you're talking about 21 questions or a litmus test by marty Leeds, uh, a lot of us are fully admitting like we don't know how this all works what we know is that we're being lied to what we know is that the mainstream narrative is wrong what we know is we don't live on a spinning rock and then we're kind of leaving it open for people to explore for themselves right and find the truth of what yeah. matches their reality yeah the but- pro- problem with that is nobody wants to hear that nobody who is has a job and who works every day and has a family, they, they might look into Flat Earth, but if they only find those videos or if they find this Friday Lounge, there's just not enough information for them. But if they go to Professor Dave reading from NASA and, and giving you the mainstream physics book and saying, these guys just need to pick up a physics book, you can walk away from that video at the end and feel like, okay, now I know the truth. 
uh, Professor Dave told me that these guys just don't understand physics. End of story. Right. But you know what? It goes beyond that. And here's a good example for this. Um, you know, I don't know. Somebody must have done a a rebuttal video to my uh, my lecture in Dallas about the inverse square law, you know, the moon and how it came up at 14.7 quadrillion lumens. And this, by the way, guys, when I did that video, I searched, you know, high and low, all the scientific formulas. I found the exact applicable formula. I researched it very much in depth. I even found an online calculator that did the damn thing for you in case I was in error, right? So I had this covered every single way but Sunday, right? So now I'm getting people that are coming in saying, you know, the same old arguments like what you were getting, Jaron. It's like, well, you're doing it because uh, it should be you're addressing uh, not a point source light and it only works when you're on point source light, which of course is complete horseshit. But beyond that, I mean, before anybody did a inverse square law video, even before years, Jaron, you may remember uh, several years ago, I did the path loss and inverse square law uh, argument on signals being broadcast to the moon, right? right? And how the path losses and the inverse square law calculated from the online Pasternak calculators um, you know, showed that it simply wasn't possible, yeah, right? Yeah, you would have to have and way so, too much power from the Earth-based devices. Right. And so, so what, what is, what does George Nutsack come back with? Um, he comes back and he thinks because he's got this degree in math that he can simply rewrite the inverse square law. And Danny Faulkner did the same thing, by the way, right? After I showed this to him, uh, in Dallas. So they both simply rewrite the accepted, uh, inverse square law and how it is applied to something that, that fits their narrative perfectly and then claim victory. Completely saying then at that point that the Pasternak was wrong, that I somehow uh, did the the equations wrong. It's like, look, you guys don't understand. This shit's online. All you have to do is fill in the blanks. It's idiot proof, right? But even beyond that, you know, they're just saying, oh, Nodell doesn't know what he's doing. You know, he's got uh, here's what it really should be. And he comes up with all this gobbledygook and math and it's completely non-applicable and completely in contrast to the, the established Pasternak engineering calculator that's been in use for decades. You know, it's like unbelievable that they can get away with that shit. Well, again, they people, are, people are looking for that easy answer and that easy way out and that easy confirmation of their beliefs. I mean, look at what happened with Mick West. Look at his site, Metabunk. Look at everything he's done with his curve calculator where it doesn't matter what bit of evidence we come out to prove, disprove it, he just changes the wording of it, right? As soon yeah. as we start making observations way too far, he says, oh, this doesn't work over bodies of water. It doesn't, I mean, just no matter what you do, he'll just change it. So, I mean, people, yep. if they can't recognize that, it's the same thing. It doesn't matter because they can never, ever say, Bob, there's no way George uh, Nutsack or any of these guys can ever say, wait a second, there is a problem. That, that they, they cannot say that. It's just not in their vocabulary. I mean, there's no way Simon Dan can ever say there's a problem. There's, these guys can never say that something might be amiss. So they have to pretend that everything is perfect. And if it's not, they'll just change it until it is. Yeah. And, and then another thing that, that Danny Faulkner did, um, you know, that three years ago when I did the presentation uh, on the distance to Polaris, right? Um, and I don't remember what the whole presentation was about. But at that point, the accepted distance to Polaris was 450 light years, right? 
And, you know, then there's all these equations that come down to angular size. And I was talking about the impossibility of it, right? So Danny Faulkner, right after that, releases this piece um, in one of the magazines and goes through it and shows, you know, right down the line, here's my math, blah, 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 blah. And it works out exactly perfect to what we say it is. Then, um, shortly after that, you know, within a year after that, uh, mainstream science reduced it from 450 light years to like 330 light years, you know, you know, a mere 120 light years difference. Not that big of a and difference. I show that to it's Danny Faulkner and he's like, well, it doesn't matter. You know, it's like, it didn't, it doesn't change my equations a bit. And I'm like going, how can you even get away with saying that? You know? Imagine how easy that is. You can change the size of the stars or the distance of them until they match what you want them to be. And this is the problem. I mean, yeah. They stole. Yeah, that's the whole Eratosthenes uh, thing that right. they, you talk about a lot, Jaren. Like how they can just change it with the Red's rhetoric and those guys. You know, you, you just change. The, I think you analyze Red's rhetoric's attempt to to do similar thing and distances and stuff, and how you just change one of the equations, right? It's just a triangulation type of thing. Right. It's pretty simple. Yeah. I mean, the scariest thing is, I mean, Tycho Brahe saying that, you know, all these things that you're imagining can't possibly be true unless all the stars were an infinite distance away. And then he dies, and then Kepler comes out with the paperwork saying, oh, all the stars are an infinite distance away, because they realized that was the only way. And once you've put them at an infinite distance where there is no calculation that really matters anymore, that's why they're so absurd. That's why. It doesn't mean that that's the distance that these things are. It's by putting them that distance, then all of a sudden there is no calculation that even yeah the big the big big problem with that is that the more distant they are the more parallax you should you should have in, in between and the parallax is never observed so the they make a claim in the 80s that they did it with a, a probe by the the european space agency the right. hyparcus a, a moving probe but, in space yeah figure out the space, yeah. <laughs> they can't yeah, fi- like they can't those... find the parallax from the stationary position of earth but they can find it from a moving probe in space in orbit it makes a lot of sense <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like the the hubble telescope is able to take uh, time lapse uh, or you know long exposures that have no blur so right. moving at the same time but it can't turn and look at the moon and pick up the uh, you know the rover reflectors or... Yeah, or the reflectors, or even show the rover or the flag or anything. It can't do that. Um, it only can show you, you know, storms on on Jupiter. So pretty, pretty amazing stuff. Again, people buy it quite easily. Uh, trying to think if I had anything else, or else we could open it up for video calls. If anybody has any comments, oh, I do want. I know what I wanted to bring up. So if you guys didn't hear yesterday's show, uh, Dave Weiss, myself. Iru and Alex uh, did a little show and we had video calls and if you guys know who uh, Can't Cross Antarctica is um, he came on the show and yeah. I saw a lot of comments about it already in in, in the comments of that video um, he basically is really pushing, I guess me, because he says it needs to be somebody with a big following or a lot of subs and I just don't think I want it to be me. I don't think it's something I want to do. But he's like, put a GoFundMe out there for huge amount. He's talking a million, 10 million. I don't know. And then he says, we need to go explore Antarctica. And to me, maybe it's because I'm already convinced in my mind, or I've already gotten to the point now where I realize the Earth uh, is not a globe. I realize I've been lied to. I realize I'm not spinning. And whether or not I go and brave the elements in negative 100 degree 
uh, snow and try and hike with eating energy bars. I don't know what I would do. To me, it just doesn't interest me. So, <laughs> practically you, speaking, well, it's quite a uh, When I listen to that guy, I mean, he didn't sound like he's been a flat earther for a long time. Yeah. If he's saying that, I mean, he that sounds like something you say in the first couple months. Just kind of excited, yeah. Well, one of the things you, you can, well, I mean, one of the ideas is that, uh, what is it called? The Odysseus by Aurora, the Boeing company. And that is those uh, drones that can stay aloft essentially forever running on on sun uh, power so if you can have something like that that you can actually pay for and have it relay the information that's taking you can fly it south well see the problem with that is and tell me if i'm wrong about this but i mean don't you think that uses gps i mean here's i mean to get away with it do you mean that you you, yeah how how is it that you're gonna get away with it i don't know but uh it's well not get away with it but I, I mean, he, here's where I think we got locked into this current model, is when they create a GPS system that maps what we know as the Earth on a sphere, and then you make sure that everything that travels uses this GPS system, then you've essentially locked the world into that yeah, idea. And to travel yeah. outside of that would take completely disregarding that. So, I mean, you can't just take a drone and say go south the drone would need to know what direction is south and if you right, use right, the right. gps coordinates for south then you're going to get right. something you, vastly you different right that. you don't need that you just go in the direction that you want to go but uh, yeah well, you but see i don't think that's possible how... i don't think that's possible like maybe i'm being naive maybe right. i don't think you can just point something in a direction and say go that direction forever i, I don't think if that you can pilot it if you can see how it looks inside and you can you know you can do some try if you had enough time to fly around the thing you can probably fly it into areas that are not on the map uh, and because what you said you know the map is a way to control people the map is a very absolutely. important way to it's, control absolutely it's the uh, number one way so i mean it's, it's number it's, one they're yeah. not going to ever let us reveal that that is not the true map so I think some of these ideas of let's get an airship or let's go travel on a boat down there or let's go traverse the... And again, here's the thing. I understand I'm being very uh, much of a naysayer and a lot of people out there might be like, but, but Jaron, you don't want to find the, the truth of this. Or you don't want to oh. go. It's not that. It's it, Maybe I'm being... And again, I could be sold a complete lie. For all I know, Antarctica is a glorious paradise where there's yeah. people movers the entire way and you don't even need to hike. The thing carries you out to the edge. I don't know. Um, Don't you think it makes more sense to see what's at the north, especially when you could take, uh, you know, two points that we know exist and, you know, the north is somewhere in between those. We don't really know if anything's out there. And also, how many times have they released articles like Buzz Aldrin is in Antarctica or John Kerry or yeah. Pope? It's like, why why do they always put there. those articles? Because they want us to look that way, I think. Once we get mm-hmm. to this point and we way. think there's something on, they want us to look that way rather than where we should look. My opinion. Yeah, I yeah, do think the North is important. One thing that's interesting, though, is how different uh, the McMurdo, for instance, like in the in South America area, uh, is different from the Russian bases. Like even the ocean, the way it's just, I, I found that it was remarkable as well, because because that's in the idea that it is an outer ring, right? Uh, that they, these areas shouldn't be similar, uh, because we hear that uh, the the oceans are very wild. Yeah, around Antarctica, but in, in the Russian Antarctica, it's very calm. The same. Yeah, I just uh, and again, I don't. I just don't like to be the guy that says no. I don't want to be. And he's like calling on me to start this GoFundMe, and I'm like, here's the reason I wouldn't start it is because I'm not going to be that guy that's going to do it. To be honest with you, 
um, when I think about getting to the ice shore of Antarctica and then walking towards <laughs> where I think would be south, I mean, to me, that's, right. let's say it's 2,500 miles. Let's just say that is the distance across the United States. So now <laughs> if you if you told me, oh, well, now the United States is covered in ice and there is no place to stop and eat and there is no, the compass doesn't work down there. And now again, could, this could all could be lies. It could be being lied to, but I, that's the way I see it. I'm like, well, wait, GPS doesn't work, or if it works, it's heading me in the wrong direction. Plus, it's freezing cold. Plus, I have to bring all my food. That's not. I, I'm a. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I yeah. don't want to do that. And, and let's think about the more likely scenario of what would happen, and that would be that. Yeah. So you start your GoFundMe and you need a million dollars or whatever it is. Right. And you get it. And maybe you even get 10, 20, 30, maybe $40,000. Man, who is moving the chair around? That's crazy. Um, or a truck or something. Anyway. Um, mute up if you so, can, if you're not talking. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whoever's doing that mute up. Okay. So, so then what's going to happen is people are going to start criticizing you for, Oh, yeah, Jaren started this GoFundMe. There's forty thousand dollars in there, um, and it's an ongoing thing, right? So then, then what do you do? Do you have to refund all that money? Do you set a time limit for it? Right. Who in the hell? What's is going on? To <laughs> mute up if you're not talking, because somebody is playing with Somebody's change like crunching or papers yes. and. Please mute up. Thank you. Uh, okay. No, Bob, I'm in the same area right now. I think that the one thing I know that GoFundMe can do is, I believe, if you don't turn on. Um, withdrawals after 90 days everybody gets refunded so that's the only way i know of it working otherwise it starts to if you turn if you put in your bank account or whatever it starts to unload money into your bank account as it as the so let's say i started one and i put a million dollars on it well i think the maximum that you could do would be three months um mm -hmm. i think matt was telling me or the guy in can't cross antarctica was telling me Oh, just leave it on there for a year or two years, knowing that if it never gets to whatever the total is, let's say you do it for ten million, and there's thirty thousand dollars in there. He's like, but I don't think that's the way GoFundMe works. It doesn't let you just keep up a never-ending um, thing where the money Forever. sits in the account. I mean, and again, people aren't going to want to donate to so that. So that anyway. right there just blows away what he was saying. Oh, just right. let it keep going until you eventually get there. Right. You know, and you know, people are going to accuse you then of what? Well, who was the guy? Uh, the dude that started the GoFundMe for the Antarctic trip. Um, oh, greater, uh, greater Matt, Sapien. Matt Powerland said. No, 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 no. no. He wasn't was a Greater Sapien. Black guy. Yeah, Greater it Sapien. Was sapien guy, the. Greater Sapien. Yeah, yeah Greater, greater Sapien. Oh. So he sits there and collects what twenty grand, twenty thousand dollars for that flight that was supposed to circumnavigate the the right. anniversary flight. Right. And yeah. Never did. Remember and then wasn't kept even, it. Wasn't even real. Yeah. Yes, and then kept the money. And it's like, oh, that was okay. That was okay that he did that. Boy, if we did something like that, they would have our ass on a platter. Yeah. Yeah. See, I want nothing you know? to do with that. So I hope people understand me. I, I get the idea. I like his enthusiasm. I do like the ideas of that. It's just not going to be me. So if you're looking for me to do that, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to. In order to do that, you'd have to push that every day for three months. Every single day, you'd have to be there telling people, and I wouldn't even know what to tell people. Like, I, I wouldn't last two days out in the wild. Ask Karen. I have no skills out there. <laughs> yeah, and I hate to tell you, neither do I. It, and again, it could just be me being afraid of what I've been taught about Antarctica, sure. But I've seen videos down there. It looks extremely cold. It looks extremely rough, and I don't have uh, the kind of equipment. I mean, I, I just think back to all the videos I've seen of Operation High Jump and these things with Bird going down there with like aircraft carrier like ships carrying bulldozers and carrying uh, off-road vehicles and airplanes 
so that they could just survey the area. So I don't think, even if we had $10 million and 30 flat earthers willing to do it, I just, and again, maybe people are saying we don't know. That is why for me it will be a really dream come true if I can, um, you know, get the budget to send a rocket into the uh, superfluid state uh, with a few, uh, you know. Now that I'm down for. I don't have to ride the rocket, right? Some special tools to, to, yeah, to, you know, like a turbine, things like that, to interact with a supposedly fluid instead thinking that that is empty. And, you know, I believe with 300,000, maybe $400,000, you can uh, take the team and build the rocket. Maybe the most difficult part is to achieve the and buy the, the, the fuel and has some permissions if you want to do it legally. But we can avoid that and maybe, you know, send it in some kind of desert and and, and trying to make the yeah. fuel or the proportion combustion. You would have to ha- hire a company, right, that does it? Wouldn't that be easier? The people who already Could do be it, that, just... yeah. I don't know if you hire a company and they want to do it, you know, maybe, or at least my opinion is that the few companies that I saw that build that type of rocket are or either from a governmental partnership or if it's a private has contact with the FFA, with the, um, uh, with, the author- with, with the authorities, with authorities. So I don't know if you can do it in that way, but at least you can, you can try. Maybe if you have a little extra money, they can you know close their eyes and maybe give you everything and say you press the button and uh, <laughs> see you later man yeah no yeah. i think that's a good idea i think there's other good ideas but i think that whole and again i just i feel bad because i don't want to be that guy that just says uh, i'm ignoring the idea or because i think a lot of people are like oh it's a great idea and a lot of people in the chat saying yeah and why does it have to be us too right Karen? Yeah. i mean you know <laughs> well, what if, you guys if you want to do that and set it up we'll promote it We'll promote it by all means, um, you know, providing you're somebody that at least displays some degree of credibility because we're not just going to, you know, start promoting some some dude that we don't even know. So you're not going to promote the next I Mad Mike. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. that's the problem. Exactly. Yeah. How, how, do you, how would you know that's not just the next Mad Mike? And, and I mean, somebody who claims that they're going to go to Antarctica, I mean, they need to have all their logistics really figured out, right? It's, right. I know. It's a nightmare. And I might promote it if it was like, I mean, let's say, because he wants it to be us because he's like, it needs to be somebody with a good amount of subscribers. It can't be, like, can't cross an article. I don't know how many subscribers he has. Let's say he's got 100 or 500. I don't know. But he's saying it can't be him. Now, I kind of agree with Bob that I would promote it, but I would definitely be careful, too. I would tell people, uh, don't give more than 10 bucks. I don't know. Because I would have to give an amount that I feel comfortable simply losing. If, if that's the kind of thing that we're doing, like a guy says, hey, I want to go to Antarctica. I want to do this. I want to research it myself. I want to go out to the ice and walk. Okay, great. I'll give 10 bucks, but I don't know. I don't think you're going to reach the amount of money that you need. Again, I, I feel bad because I'm afraid people are going to be like, you're just such a naysayer when it comes to this. I'm sorry. I'm just being realistic, at least in my mind. I'm not going to be the one to go do that. So it's not if I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to be the one who does it. Go fund me. I'm just not going to yeah. be that guy. I just I'm not going to do a GoFundMe just to say, let's go tour the Antarctica. I'm not going to be the one to go there. I'm kind of like Brian. Uh, I really don't think uh, I had a hard time going to the Flat Earth Conference in Denver because it was a little too cold for my liking. Okay. So 
it snowed a little bit while we were there and i was like man this really sucks it's cold it's the top of this hill it's you know 17 degrees so you don't i'm not going to be the guy you want to be with in negative 100 degree weather uh, i'm going <laughs> to yeah, be for sure crying i'll be looking for food and I constantly want to eat and uh, i think some of that stuff's going to be tough so again if you have a good idea or you've got a good plan i agree with bob come up with the idea and then pitch it and then see what happens uh life matrix thank you for the super chat he says sergeant Sergeant believed, I think it's believed, Sergeant believed Flat Earth has pushed the elites to the current strangeness, veil dropping too fast with F.E. and M.E. What do you guys think? Uh, F.E. and, oh, Mandela effect? Uh-huh. I, I don't know. Um, I certainly think that it all seems to have come to a head for some reason right now, but I think sometimes we feel like things are getting really strange, and I mean, where will we be in four years from now? Will they just be getting stranger? Or a lot of people think that Trump's the last president. A lot of people think this is the last pope. I don't know. I, I feel like I... The end of the world, too. The apocalypse. The end of the world. The apocalypse. It's the end times. I, I hear this constantly. For me, I've gotten out of that line of thinking just because I've thought that way before and it's never come to fruition. I've bought into these... Uh, they, 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 they were last, uh, you know, it's very generic in our time because last, maybe last in terms of the old world order and the new, you know, could be the the, the 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 new ones of the new world order. I don't uh, trying to think that they going to fake or, or they gonna be killed because they use the word last at the beginning of the uh, his professions. Yeah, you know, I think that that saying it's the end of the world as we know it uh, may be a little bit more accurate. Um, to say that, you know, it's over, kaput, say goodnight, everything's done, is a little extreme. Um, but obviously things are changing, and I don't think a lot of things are ever going to be the same. So it mm-hmm. would be more accurate, in my mind anyway, to say it's the end of the world as we know it. And, you know, how drastic those changes are going to be, well, who knows? But they're happening, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, we have, we have experience right now. I mean... yeah. The world is not going to be again uh, as used to. That's for sure. So there is a new world right now. There is a new world. That's yeah. no doubt. Uh, maybe you know, in 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 terms of the individual things that maybe people does, you can keep maybe 80, 90 percent of what you used to do. Uh, in uh, uh, you, you you can still do it in that way, of course. For a lot of people, it's going to be completely different, especially the people that work in uh, government office and, and government uh, thing, but uh, institution, etc. But the final, definitely, uh, is a new world. It's a new world, uh, and Donald Trump was elected before this uh, pandemic happened, and the Pope was elected before. Uh, or selected before uh, this pandemic happened. So <laughs> if you take in that uh, scenario, yeah, there was the last as we are as we are the last normal people because the people that is going to get born from now is going to be completely different. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's and it's like something we were talking about last night on uh, Brian's show, you know, about how people are just, you know, getting these updates about this new paradigm of life and they're just accepting it so easily, you know, because the news says so mm-hmm. or whatever. 
you know it's unbelievable how this dramatic change in paradigm is going on for a lot of people and and most of it is made from complete bullshit mm-hmm. you know you know when rose and and baldini do their poppycock report and i started doing this a long time ago on globusters where it was like oh cammy would go and find these absurd news articles right and it's fun to point them out because of their complete and utter idiocy but but now we're inundated with these things right and this is Constant. this is the new normal and we see how fast how fast that happened with the, the coming of the the media the mass media right and, and yeah how that changed so rapidly in the last 50 years or so it's really yeah. dramatic it's well, crazy it just shows me how much can change in a generation and once you realize that looking back at history is, is surprising because you realize how much could have literally changed how much truth could be destroyed so quickly especially i mean we've got the internet now we're able to talk like this and they can destroy truth in in a matter of of months or years i mean what could they have done in the 50s what could they have done in 1900 uh alex burlack thank you very much thank you uh totally on board with you guys regarding covid nonsense but i'm pretty sure i got it back in may haven't been able to smell or taste since then and i believe it should be treated more as some sort of poison rather than a virus. All right, Alex, um, I don't know. So you haven't been able to smell or taste at all, or is this something that might be in your head? I don't know. I'm just wondering if that's the truth. I don't think I've ever had, maybe I had that issue when I had a cold where I couldn't yeah, smell or taste for a little while. Strong flu. Or Look at it as a good thing, Alex, because the world stinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you might want to. Can you come take over changing diapers at my house, maybe? Uh, Jersey Bob, thank you very much. Oh, speaking of that, get more diapers, my brother. Thank you very much, Jersey Bob. Thank you for those huge. You guys just made my day. Super chats. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much. Um, appreciate that greatly. So, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys feel? Uh, do you think there is something going around, some sort of flu? Is it completely nonsense? Uh, my question. Completely nonsense. There's just nothing different than there's ever been. It's right. the same as last yeah. year and the years before. There's nothing. And we have to stay on top of that and not get caught up in the whole numbers game and the numbers of this and the numbers of that. I get maybe to really get through to some of the normies in the beginning, but in reality, coronavirus is real. COVID-19 doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, and- yeah, I agree. And especially since because ever since I started eating clean, I stopped getting sick. So right. to me, that totally makes sense with why with what that sickness really is your body expelling toxins on a on a cycle on a yearly cycle you know right. this makes sense so um, yeah. i think there's reasonable explanations and we're starting to understand better how our bodies actually work and what these sicknesses really are and what the symptoms really are it's a it's it's not that you're sick it's well it is sick but it's your body expelling toxins and the fact that you are sick is that your body is working your immune system is working in the way that it should and that's what people need to understand that's what people need to do yeah. stop, you know, stop your immune healthy system. <laughs> but do you yeah, think that for me for me for sure like stopping uh, with alcohol made a big difference for me like it's very rare that i get um, any kind of flu now and before i used to is when i used to drink I, it used to happen and now Whenever I got something after I stopped drinking was when I got upset because of something. And then that followed with an immediate reaction. Uh, and that hasn't happened. Stress. Stress yeah. and a bad diet. Two of the biggest things. I mean, and, you know, the more we learn about viruses, you know, so-called viruses and so-called germ theory. And, you know, the more I look into this, the more I'm beginning to realize that, that it's all bullshit, right? The, the viruses are not 
what we've been told that they are um, and germ theory is not propagating the way that they say that it does i mean yeah in common sense it rings true it's like yeah well if you should keep your hands clean and try and keep your your house clean and stay in a clean environment and stuff like that i mean that sounds reasonable but the flip side of that is is also is your body was meant to to fight off things like that that's what it was designed for right. so um you know i think in that particular case they appeal to a common sense Right. type of belief but it was wrong well it's right? like uncooked chicken right if, if if all of us took our hand and wiped it on uncooked chicken and then ate you know licked our hands uh, i'm assuming mm. some of us would get pretty <laughs> bad pretty bad stomachs yeah. but the thing about that is is if you kept doing that every day your body would eventually build up an immune system to uh the shit in the chicken right so i mean it, it's yeah, just it's, there is people that uh, eat uh, right. uh raw meat absolutely directly you yeah. just, uh, used, even people used. that eat uh food from the trash right. every day because they don't have nothing to you know in fact something that is very uh, curious is that uh, you saw all the people that are homeless they never get any <laughs> um, disease like we have in terms yeah. of the bacteria things you know in right. terms of the germans uh, things but i, I not germans when, when he germans. says when he says that it's some sort of poison rather than a virus, I mean, the only thing I look at that and wonder is things that we've talked about with 5G. Uh, I do think that there is a correlation kind of with a lot of these, you know, the Spanish flu, you know, being around uh, these radio waves. I do think that you can turn up frequencies and you can mix with people's bodies. And then you have what Karen talked about. Your body excretes toxins. Is there ways to protect yourself from that? Yeah. Eating healthy, not drinking alcohol, all these things that we're talking about, right? Any kind of uh, foreign interference in your body is going to allow these things to happen uh, more readily. I mean, I would ask Alex the question, Alex Burlack, the guy who said that he got, uh, I would be interested to know whether you've had flu shots uh, or flu vaccines recently. Uh, to me, I wouldn't be surprised if those things are causing issues. You're injecting something into your body that shouldn't be there. Um, that's a problem. You know, I look at my mom. My mom died very young, 66 years old. Uh, she did the flu vaccine every year. Uh, she took a lot of um, over-the-counter, not over-the-counter, but uh, prescription medications. Uh, you know, I tried to warn her against those things. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. She died young, you know, again, just from heart failure. But I still have all those questions as to, well, did getting the flu shot every year because she's a quote-unquote senior citizen or she was recommended to do so by her doctor have something to do with that? I think that could be going on in mass right now. And, again, they're just trying to get more people on this vaccine idea uh, it's scary. I mean, look how many vaccines are giving children. It's ridiculous. So again, is there something going around? I don't. I don't know. I think that certainly not. And I mean, who? I think it was Jeff Berwick the other day was talking about the numbers in Canada where they were doing a test of how many people, uh, you know, since they started testing in hospitals or in doctors' offices for the flu, actually going in and getting tested for the flu, not just like most of us saying, "Oh, I have the flu. Yeah. I'm staying home," but actually getting tested. And they were showing how the numbers have gone up from 2010, 2012, 14, 15, 16. And then this year, where last year it was like 35,000. Again, this is just people in Canada getting yeah. tested in hospitals. This year in Canada, the number is seven. Seven people. It's a brilliant psyop to make it so simple as having the same symptoms as the flu. Because right. even the EMTs, if you ask them, they're just going to assume the person has COVID if they have flu-like symptoms. Right. And then what's going to happen? Remember in the beginning when they didn't really have the tests? Um, you know, and that people were going to get checked out. Well, all the nurses are already psyoped by what they're seeing in their internal emails and what they're seeing on the TV. Right. They see anybody with flu-like symptoms, or the doctors, I should say, what are they going to diagnose them with? They're going to diagnose them with COVID. 
Right. Yeah. And, and then you call people, something or people don't though, they just kind of think they have it. Yeah, they take the advantage of the uh, change in the season. Of course, the you know where you are. If it's winter, you're gonna receive less sun. It happens all and, the time. You know, it, it's it happens all the time. It's like an equilibrium. Maybe you know, nature knows what uh, she does. She does. But the thing is that, like, uh, yeah, I completely agree. It's, it's an excellent psyop because they use a regular thing, and they just uh, you know change the yeah. name or, or they uh, make more um, explosive via the media but it's the same thing so that is why they you know for example when you're gonna have summer they're gonna let you a little bit uh, going outside and maybe uh, they, they they take uh, the food from the accelerator <laughs> that is a phrase that we use here in Argentina and now for example right now now here in Europe uh, Four days ago, they shut down. They 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 locked down again Madrid in Spain. They closed all restaurants, and there is um, I don't know Rodrigo how you say toque de queda. Uh, like a curfew. Yes. Curfew. In, in, yeah. Yes, in Paris, after nine in the night, you cannot go outside, <laughs> and that is mandatory and with police in the street. Right now, this that was three days ago a start um, and but, that is why Donald Trump starts saying oh it's very sad we have some flares up in Canada and Europe uh, that is a little sad blah 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 and he repeats the same words that he does from the he did from the April we're going to defeat the China virus we're gonna came up with the vaccine we're gonna have the best economy ever we're gonna have this better we're gonna have this better and the guy is doing the same thing as all the presidents. They just repeat words, and this is not going to stop until maybe half in 2021 or maybe 2022. And there's no doubt they're going to use nature against us, like always. Yep. Whoever stopped, right? Because that, that, uh, what is silence, man. Uh, but, that is why maybe, you know, people out there, you cannot think for everyone, but this is a right moment just to take us as a simulation, if you want to see in that way. Of course, it's not a simulation. This is a real event to, you know, to, to start doing different things, to give that first step, to take you out from where you are. Yeah. Maybe it's not going to take you at in the final path, you know, in the goal, in the goal. But at least you need to use this to give that first step in terms of how you're going to get your food, how you're going to get your medicine, what you're going to do in terms of the economic for you. You're going to keep doing what you do or you're going to try to do different things, start different business, stay, you know, start to take care more of your family and all those things that maybe you never think about it or you, you, you look, you see this event so in the future that you never take care well now it's happening and after this and, and we don't know what's is the next step and that is also a very dangerous thing i don't we don't know how uh, how this psychopath can push this agenda no it, it could go in any direction um and i 
I find it's funny that there's not a lot of people who give a lot of predictions because at this point it's like it's hard to even figure out what's going on. Very it's, hard. It's like and you would remember this is like as big or bigger than things like 9/11 and whatnot. And 9/11, most of us at least, we tried dissecting it many years after the fact, not in real time. It's very hard to do this in real time, you know. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think if this would have happened back then, we might have all just bought it hook, line, and sinker too. So it's at least good that people are questioning. But yeah. uh, you know, they, they question the normies know a little more than we think. Like when I was in Huntington Beach and interviewing all the people on the street and some people I didn't get on camera too. So many people told me about the death certificate scam or how they knew somebody that died in a car accident and it was COVID on the day. And these aren't people that you, you know. I didn't think that that was really kind of known by the public, but a lot of people know that there's a lot of things wrong with it. But they can never go to the extent that it completely doesn't exist. You know, right. that's just too hard for them. Well, just the like reason the, why is because they the won't... moon landing or something. The moon landing. Well. Maybe the footage was fake, but you know we had to hide it from blah blah blah. You know they can't go the whole way. Right? They think it's like too disrespectful to people that may have died, so they can't question it. It's too disrespectful to people's uncles who worked on the Saturn V to question it. They've done a great job of implementing that to where people feel like <clears throat> if anybody's died of coronavirus, well then wearing a mask is very important so that you don't give it to somebody else. That's why they were able to change the rhetoric on the mask and all of a sudden say. Um, you know, it's not for protecting you; it's for protecting others, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and if anybody's listening that's on the fence or might think it's still real, you guys would be seeing people of all ages just being taken out and dying quickly around you. You don't see that. You only hear about people that were old with other conditions or people now because the tests are giving. You know, the tests are screwed up for the whole way, so people will go and get tested, think that they have COVID. Um, so they'll legitimately tell you because they'll believe it that they have COVID. But what happens, Jaren? They have the flu and they recover and they don't die, right? Seems like it with most. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, who's shooting the gun? Yeah, somebody's firing or getting fired uh, upon. Somebody's in. That is one of my neighbors. Oh. Sorry about that. I thought you were <laughs> live from Beirut or something. That's funny. He has a name and it's called uh, Agenda Twenty Thirty. Yeah, no, they're moving, moving right along, a little bit ahead of schedule, huh? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a script. That's a script. It's, it's a combination between the the Georgia Guidestone, the Bluebeam Project, and the uh, Agenda 2030. You, you know what else they've done too to help keep this going is they've get, it goes all the way back to social media, Facebook, everybody boosting up the ego, getting likes and everything, wanting to be accepted. And now throughout this, they have everybody thinking they're some sort of hero. Like you're a front-running right. worker if you work at a grocery store. So everybody feels they're like they're like patriotic, they think. You know, right. it's like patriotic to put that mask on. That's how they think. And then they've set it up so that people on social media are so afraid to go against the mainstream because they know that all of a sudden they'll get a bunch of backlash from exactly. people. They're so afraid of this social um, mm -hmm. acceptance. And the only exactly. way that you'll remain on Facebook and get all your friends to like you is if you go along with the mainstream and say, how dare you question this coronavirus? I know somebody who knows somebody. Uh, <laughs> they've done a great job of that. And I know many people that are like that yeah i've heard some things yeah i know that that might be true and this might be true but really i don't want to be responsible for getting anybody sick and i don't want to be responsible for questioning it if it's real and so therefore yep. i'm safer just to listen to the narrative to wear a mask and to stay inside and to quarantine they just don't realize again give them a, a foot and they'll take a mile yeah and that's what's gonna happen e 
Yep, yep. Ego's a big part of this. It's, so, it's crazy. Brian, I said, uh, I saw you say something yesterday, I think, in the chat that was interesting. You said, you know, you keep finding these, and I know you've been in the, the truth business for a lot longer than most of us, going way back, but you said that you keep finding that every four years, truthers fall into this election trap. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, t- tell me a little bit about that. Do you think then that, um, and when I say this, it's coming from somebody who does not vote, and the reason I do not mm-hmm. vote is because I do not think my vote uh, matters uh, at, mm-hmm. you know, at all. But, I mean, do you think that the number at the end, so, for instance, when they say how many people voted for Trump, how many people voted for Biden, does that complete malarkey? Does it really matter at all? I- you tell me. No, I think it's completely fabricated. I, I mean, I know you said it, it's completely fake, but they might actually have a little race or whatever. But I think it's just completely fabricated, one hundred percent script, the numbers and everything, right from the jump. So, like, none, so I mean, how would that happen? I mean, so if if I'm a precinct in my city and I send in the ballot total, it just goes in and then gets changed, basically. Just wherever, wherever they, they tally the ballots and whatever gets reported on the news, it can be a huge disconnect in between. And we know right. the news is never going to tell us anything truthful. I don't trust any of it. I think it's all just just a show. Yeah. So you think, like, for instance, do they already know then who's going to be president, I guess? And does it not? I guess well, I guess that's kind of answering its own question. But then it doesn't matter. How is it verified? That, that's a question. Like, for instance, how is it verified? Sorry. That the the counts did you get? Oh, I have no idea. No, I don't, I don't know. In my maybe I'm way off on this, and that's why I think they have the electoral college, and I think that they both these guys basically are both controlled, right? Uh, one obviously right now controlled by Israel. The other one, they're they're both puppets, and they have a direction, in my opinion, again for the country to go, uh, regardless of who wins. So they can their outcome will ultimately come to fruition no matter who wins so that's where i say it's complete nonsense but as far as the voting i just think if you had all these polling places and then somebody actually is there counting the ballots unless that person is actually lying themselves which i don't think that's the case right so if they count i I get it you get everybody buying into it you get everybody doing it but like say at the end the votes don't go the way that the system wanted you don't think they would just change it no i do and i think that's why we know that they don't even matter right like people need to realize that in california the electoral votes go towards joe biden because this is a blue state like it doesn't matter i could go round up a thousand homeless people who have never voted before i could get them all registered we could all go vote for trump and it will change absolutely nothing so i mean that's that's a problem that means it doesn't really your vote doesn't really matter um, no, Jaron, our, our vote doesn't matter, but I said this earlier. It's like the Super Bowl, dude. You can watch it on TV, you know, and just not participate, but still watch and hear about it constantly. Or you can go to the game and participate a little bit. I mean, I know it sounds stupid and, and it doesn't matter, but for me, it's just like uh, it's something I'm going to do. I'm going to remember the day when I do it. And it's, I mean, it is what it is, but I enjoy doing it, even though I know it doesn't matter. I still want to do it because there's a lot right. of shit that doesn't matter. Like when I was streaming and nobody's watching, I still did it. So, <laughs> you know, some shit I do for fun, dude. Right. No, no. I, and again, if people want to vote, go. I mean, I just for me, I just choose not to. I haven't done it my whole life. I'm not going to start. Yeah. I don't think it makes a difference. But I do think let's just pretend that, you know, like I said, the person here counts 300 votes to 200. 
they type that into some system. It goes to some main mainframe. I, I don't know if somebody has the ability at that point to go in and change it to 350 to 250 or, or whatever, you know, whatever the number would be. Um, but I think that you're right, that if they wanted to at the ultimate top level change it, sure, they could change it. Then if that's the yeah. case, though, then they already have a person yeah. in mind, and, right? They and I'm not saying it. every election is fake. Like, I'm not saying people's local elections in their towns Probably and not. cities, and there's not real city councils in that. I'm not saying that. Probably not, but the you presidential know? elections. I'm saying presidents, different. I'm saying governors, and right. I'm saying uh, major metropolis mayors. I don't trust any of them as being legit. I think they're all actors. No, and I think, like, if, yeah. it, was really, yeah. if it was really about, let's say that it really was fake and they could say whoever they wanted win, then I think they would let anybody run for president, right? But there's a very strict system out there that says you have to have this, this, you have to do this to get into this ballot. You have to. So they've made it so it's impossible for anybody other than the head of the Democrats and the head of the Republicans to run. By doing that, I think that that's because they control those two parties. And so their only intent is to make sure that one of those two people becomes president. They don't care which one, because by the time you're there, you're controlled. They can put in different people. I mean, the whole, Trump is basically run by Ivanka and her husband. So, I mean, you can control these people in any way you want. Now, I think that they can, no matter who ends up winning, it's going to head us in the same direction. I think Iru and I were talking about it yesterday. Um, I yes. think that it seems like to me that if they really wanted a civil war, if they want civil war in this country, it's pretty much going to probably take place in some way if they let Trump win. Um, again, if they want total control, like an authoritarian kind of shut down free speech, uh, you're not allowed to speak bad about the WHO, there's a worldwide mask mandate or a countrywide mask, then they'll let Joe Biden win. So to me, when I look at which one seems more plausible right now, which one would they rather have? To me, it makes more sense for them to let Biden win. Why? Because they've already got control of people. Um, it almost seems like an extra step for me to have them go civil war and then control based on the civil war. It seems like an extra step. They don't need the civil war at this point. Why? Because if Biden wins, people on the right are not going to burn down cities. People on the right are not going to uh, loot Target. They're going to sit back and say, this is bullshit. Um, but then there's going to be this control mechanism that comes into place. And all of a sudden, if you don't think free speech is... <laughs> quelch now just wait two months and then if you don't think you know mask mandates are here right now just wait two months uh so i you know, that's why i'm still in the camp that thinks yeah, and the, i know it's the, very the thing is what change uh you know with all this donald trump savior figure uh whatever what change nothing in, in but that's not for us no nothing, nothing. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't want uh, any official narrative telling me what's going on in the new world order because I already right. have my sources to look it. You know, I don't need, uh, you know, QAnon or Anonymous to tell me that uh, there's going to, to be implementing a chip or they're going to use cryptocurrency instead of fiat money, whatever. That is obvious. It's in our faces. Right. So, so the media. Years, so we can't. You know, we, so we don't want to look so, at the media, right? You don't want to look at the media at all. So don't yeah. don't look at the media. But then ask yourself the question of what direction do they want the country to go in? Like physical direction. Which, and mm -hmm. to me, there yeah. is a there is a difference when you it, the whole Trump savior thing is not something the media says. QAnon becomes like a blog page where you enter to receive breadcrumbs, to receive nothing, you know, yep. just drops of information that is already out there in any other YouTube channel or right. other alternative media. So it becomes like a blog to read and, and, and celebrate 
I don't know, one or two things among hundreds of others that I play. You know, they just show you a hand and the other hand is taking all your life away from you. Right. So the, you mean the other hand, like the control mechanism? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, right. Trying to translate my, my No, it's good. I mean, because that's kind, yeah. of, that's kind of what I'm saying. So, I mean, there is no it's savior. There is no savior. There is no cue. There is no uh, John F. Kennedy Jr., it's all false things. hope to get you to buy back into the two-party system to get truth is that are always. kind of on the brink of falling back into it. Always. It's always, this whole 50-50 thing has been designed from day one, right? Just like they use Trump to try and sigh off yeah. people, because now everywhere I go and I don't wear a mask, and if you get into a conversation with people, they're like, oh, so you're a Trump supporter. Of no, course. man, it's got nothing to do with politics. Of course. Yeah, well, one historical example of that, where you're talking about, Jaren, is how they funded uh, communism as, as well to, to generate an opposition, a fake opposition back in the day with a bunch of books and theory and... Right. So this whole idea of Trump being president, it kind of made this whole idea of, right, like that this is what happens when you let freedom reign. Now you've got Q conspiracies. You've got Pizzagate conspiracies. You've got conspiracy theorists taking over. Trump is just a reality TV star. And so we need to get back to politics. We need to get back to people who really care about us, like Joe Biden. For me, as an outsider of the United States, I, I, I see how they repeat the story, the history, because, uh, you know, from the from the 50s, uh, the, 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 the boogeyman was a communist party. And right now it's the same thing. China, which is China, is a communist yeah. party. Right. So they use all the time the red, the Rothschild, the red, the fascism, mm -hmm. all, it's the same tactics one over and over and over again. And the people buy it all the time. They use the same tactics all the time. In fact, if you type, I don't know if the English version said the same thing, but if you type in Spanish, um, cultural Marxism, it's going to tell you that it's a conspiracy made by Jews, Freemasons, and Jesuits, literally, in the Wikipedia, to uh, use the cultural Marxism in Nice shots in the background. God, I'm gonna mute this. This guy. Thank you. Out here. Karen, is this guy gonna come kill me? I'm sorry, guys. I'll mute it. <laughs> yes. Yes, and, he will. Uh, it says that uh, the ultimate goal of this Marxism, cultural Marxism, instead of the economic uh, Marxism, is to take possession of. It's to it's to leave the world, the people of the world, without soul, and establish a new cosmology. And yeah, it's a kind of materialism. Back, yes, and if you go back, but with that words, with that specific words, and if you go back just 200, 300 years, the first people that started using and put in practice the communism was the Jesuit orders in South America, especially or particularly in the country of Paraguay with the Indians. They make a communist party of the Indians and all the Indians need to wake up at the same time, make the same labor in the on the earth and you know they, they, they need slavery, to yeah. uh, slavery completely but organize mm -hmm. uh, with Religion. an agenda with times slavery. And three years, 300 years later, we have the same group that create the perfect system to take you out your soul, which is the heliocentric model. Because a lot of people believe, you know, and I saw this, you know, all over the place in YouTube, they're talking about the vaccine that supposedly the Pentagon has to reduce your 
believing God because he's going to uh, turn off some special genes that we have to make the connection with which is a prank video is the, the video that these people show is not a real video but why are they gonna need a vaccine for that first of all I don't believe that you have a gene for for that you have special we have you we have consciousness which is something immaterial to connect with the divinity but the real vaccine for me in those terms is a heliocentric model because the people walk on the street without even think in divinity and everything is for that system that brings the opportunity to take the soul quote unquote soul spirit whatever of the human being of the human race they did it <laughs> and that's for me is so important flat earth because start bringing back again and my only concern is about follow again into the trap of religion mm. institutions right <clears throat> religion institutions. Right. well yeah i think that, that yeah absolutely but that's what i'm kind of talking about i think that they want socialism they want communism they want more control they want freedom of speech stopped they want it transformed into some sort of accepted speech only they want medical and technocratic tyranny they want people to be quiet observers they want compliance they want everybody to be the same they want to, you know when somebody says a vaccine is available they want everybody to line up for the vaccine because science is so great and this is what we all need big pharma getting richer uh, you know, big companies getting richer, big corporations getting richer, the small people, the middle class gone. And to me, when you look at that design, they're ready to implement that. And I think that the last step they really need is to put Joe Biden in there. So, you know, and I hate to make predictions because when you do, you look like you know, a fool when you get egg on your face. Um, and simply, I'm not just saying, oh, because the stupid uh, poll numbers say that. Of course not. That's ridiculous. The poll numbers last year said Hillary Clinton had a 99% chance of winning. I'm just saying when I look at not what the media says, but what direction it looks like they want to take the world, there's either civil war or socialism and control. To me, they don't need to go to civil war anymore. They used to. That used to be kind of like what we all saw happening, right? If they want to take this country, they're going to need to go civil war. At this point, I'm like, they, they've convinced the whole world to wear masks everywhere. They've convinced the whole world to do exactly what they say when they say it. Uh, if, if Fauci came on the news tomorrow and said people should wear goggles, everybody would be wearing goggles the next day. So if they've already gotten that kind of control, then I think they're ready to take the next step. The next step will be total control. No more free speech. Um, these things go away. And the way that they're going to do that is they let Donald Trump win. Why? So that they can say, look what happened. Uh, this guy caused racism. He caused uh, QAnon uh, uh, conspiracy theories. Uh, he he caused he's a, he's just some TV guy. So it's really easy to say that and then move the country in the direction that you want. I could be completely wrong. Trump could win. If Trump wins, though, then I think you will start to see uh, a little bit of civil war from the other side. Again, it's fifty it's fifty fifty. This is by design. If you're if you're going to lead a group of people, if I'm in charge of a hundred people and I'm some ruthless, uh, basically I don't know leader, the best way to stay in power would be to turn fifty percent of those people against the other fifty percent. 
Well, so you, Jaren, so Jaren, you think that, that's how the technocracy, it. It, it's a scam right now? Is there literally Twitter, by blocking the ability to send DMs of Hunter Biden, right. is basically saying that we want that we want America to take control. We want the government to take control Correct. of Twitter. And that's what's happening. They're literally uh, uh, fucking it up, for lack of a better word, so that the government's forced to get involved. So they're forced to have congressional hearings with Mark Zuckerberg there right. so that they're able to take control of it. And then they have a backdoor on literally all of our information. And, and don't you think they're ready to do that right now? I mean, they're, they're oh, yeah, they point. want to take Zuckerberg to Congress every week. And right. all they want to do, they, they want to make it a public utility so bad. But but sadly, at the end of the day, it's like uh, Owen Benjamin or something said this. You know, you're probably more safe not to wear a mask in a public uh, utility type place than you are at a private place. You know what I mean? They can't do they can't. Um, you know, if you have American Disabilities Act, they're not going to persecute you in a, in a governmental building. So it might be better. We might actually have our First Amendment right. Or that's how they'll trick us. They'll say, oh, if the government takes it over, you'll have your First Amendment right. But there'll be some other way with no Vaseline they can bend us over and screw us. What were you saying, Rodrigo? I, I totally agree. I just I see that. you. But, Rodrigo, go ahead. Sorry. You were asking um, a question, I thought. But maybe I kind of forgot. I'll remember. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, Emilio's man, for the super chat. 25 for Jaren's baby and 25 for the guy who can't speak English. I'm taking it. That means Euro. <laughs> Euro, I'll send you the money after. Uh, the COVID- ¿Quién? No, no sé. ¿De, de quién estás hablando? Para esos 25. <laughs> the COVID con must go. Thank you so much. Man. Jaren or Iru, come on Alex's show. All right. Yeah, well, we do a show on Thursday. Where I'm yeah. in his little box up in the corner, but yes, they can come on a show uh, anytime, anytime. Yes. Definitely, Iru and Rodrigo. Everybody here, I think Brian's been on my show. And speaking of, uh, one thing I want to say, Brian, are you still there? You know, Brian caught one of my Mandela effects on my show as I was interviewing RV, and I said, "Can't we all just get along?" And that's not what Rodney King said. Is that right, Brian? Brian I left. He, I guess I think he muted because of gunshots in the area. All right. Well, regardless, I'm here. I'm, I'm saying I've, he's the only I've person here that I've interviewed on my show. I need to have you guys all on, even Karen B. Everybody. I had fun. You had, you made me look like the Jolly Green Giant in the background, though. I don't know what the fuck was up with that. You're <laughs> a handsome young best. man, Brian. I got to showcase you. You're my guest, dude. I got to freaking put you front and center, dude. Too bad there wasn't a conference this year because best graphics of the year would go to Alex Stein. I'll take it. I'll take what I can <laughs> get. Flat Earth graphics on your show. I don't know. Is that an award? Karen would know. Karen's usually in charge of that award ceremony. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not in charge. A- of that. Alex, are you coming to the Flatoberfest? <laughs> I, I, you know, I still haven't decided, but I'm so impulsive. I think I'll probably decide, you know, a couple of days before. I think I'll go, but I just do the negative vibes. I don't want to get on that plane and have to eat the whole time and have chip grease all over my stuff. And then I wipe it on my suit and then I got to get my suit dry clean. And then when I get off the plane, I got to rent a car. I mean, I'm just saying it's like all this sh- shite. It's, I want to go there. I want to go there. But the situation that we're in right now, it takes away all the fun. It, it doesn't go into a vacation. Now it's a stressful thing. And I don't want a stressful thing. I want to go and be able to have fun and meet new people. You know, I don't want it well, to be stressed about it. I know I'm going to have fun. I don't know. Just try and come and have fun and be positive, and I think you'll be Yeah, just, it would be fun. We are going to have fun. It's exactly what's going to happen. Alex, you know what? And you know what? I agree with that. Flight is not going to be fun for me, dude. I know that. I know that. You, one. You, man, I traveled 14 hours from Argentina to Europe, and I put the mask at the beginning, and then I get to sleep, and I turn it down, and I, I, I turn my head so the, 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 the woman that works on the plane, I don't know the name in English, the assistants don't look at me, and in 13 hours, only three times, the, the assistants tell me that I need to wear my mask at least above my mouth, not cover my nose. 
I don't say that the United States is the same thing, but man, you are an intelligent guy. And even you can use that and film inside the plane how you crash the plane because you start screaming and everything starts going <laughs> yeah. crazy inside the plane. You get arrested nice on a Spirit show. Airlines flight to a Charlotte. Least, yeah, don't bring the megaphone. until you are 8,000 feet in the air <laughs> and start making all the shit that you used to do and film. I'm going to bring a parachute okay? so I can jump out. Yeah, bring the megaphone and start walking up and down the plane with your yeah. thing so people can you take their mask. You have a 99% chance of surviving <laughs> this. Take off your mask. Oh, Let me man. fly the plane. You will oh, get, you will get tackled. You'll get to uh, Malaysia Airlines pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, you'll get tackled so quick. Uh, that would be good, but I don't know. So I hope everybody has fun. That's October 24th. Hopefully everybody's uh, heading in that direction. I've seen to talk to a lot of people that are going. So Karen, any new additions or pretty much the same lineup? Uh, yeah, the same lineup is there. Pretty much whoever's going to be there, that's been announced. Uh, but I do have the schedule up now. So if you go to the website, flattoberfest.com slash schedule, you'll see the schedule for the event. And then I also did add a page with information for the meetup on Friday. So there's also a webpage for the Friday meetup. So I've I think I've got all the information up there now for everybody so there you go <laughs> all right awesome um so again i don't know if anybody else has any predictions nobody wants to go on a limb i'll go on a limb just saying that uh i think that they'll put biden in i think that we're heading for so much control so squashing the free speech we're already seeing all these uh accounts shut down right so they did a they did a beautiful thing by putting out QAnon and then everybody starts talking about it and then they delete any YouTube account talking about it. Uh, it just seems like but they're heading one, in this one direction. Thing it, this is gonna it does come seem like the they're Jaren pushing Trump. Biden. I'm sorry, but it does seem... I, I no, kind no, of agree with you, Jaron, that I think they are going to try to push putting Biden in office because they're pushing all this... All the other stuff that they're pushing kind of leads to that too. That, with that's their, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, it coincides. They're covering up Hunter Biden's crackpot. Right. I'm curious Quite. about this because because the apparently the Biden rallies have nobody showing up, uh, and so you think it's totally rigged in that uh, if the, say if the people are going to vote for Trump, which apparently seems to be the case, they have to totally rig it. Uh, don't you think people are going to be reacting to it, or do, do, are you so you you think that that the stuff about Biden didn't I, get out. Yeah, I, I know it. Got it. They're they're going to try and cover that up, um, Rodrigo. I mean, they're already trying to to censor that. You know, uh, to block that. He's got his attorneys working on it already, even though he has not come out with a statement on it. But I mean, the dude sold out SEAL Team Six, man. I mean, and that's something. Uh, I don't know. That's I cannot. Yeah, but imagine. Dude, 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 they never killed freaking Osama bin Laden. They wouldn't dump him, well, him down the toilet. That. That's the fakest crap I've ever <laughs> we seen. We know it's that. So yeah. fake. But the typical <laughs> Muppet doesn't. We, you know, the typical <laughs> Muppet doesn't know that though, Alex. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. The, the gotta, story. Gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I, I just this is me. Yeah. Obviously, is me. I get hyped. Yeah. And the question, the question is. Sorry, the story actually that what they claim from what I heard that they claim that he they, they set up the SEAL team to be killed, but because they knew that they hadn't killed the actual Bin Laden, that supposedly it was a, it was a setup a fake a fake one. So that was one of the stories I heard uh, before uh, shit hits the fan, and and then a bunch of everyone who was saying that before basically got their channels deleted. 
Well, the helicopter had to crash. All of them had to, It's just like John Lynch. John Lynch was an NFL football player at the top of his career, and he went after 9-11 to go, and he became in the Special Forces, and he died from friendly fire. And his wife said he was sending her letters saying how he was going to publicly speak out against the war in Iraq, and he conveniently wow. died a month later. So, I mean, they just kill these people. It's just so It's so clear. Um, that's what they do. But the question for me, the question remains in terms of uh, what I show yesterday in the in the Friday um, Tuesday uh, lunch <laughs> Tuesday show Thursday show, which is it how much time is going to take to declare the new president if they use the male uh, type of voting and and, and 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 how they are promoting the, the the way of voting itself you know go out and vote and the others say no stay at home and send your via mail whatever the thing is typically in United States how much time takes to declare the new president typically in a normal situation usually next day next day okay like in Argentina and then supposedly they keep counting votes maybe one week and well to, you, you could know, do that to, but I mean to, the, to, way the, the, the way that the way that the the way well, I gotta correct myself. I said I said John Lynch. It's Pat Tillman is the guy that was there an NFL player that went and died. Uh, you know, and they killed him. Sorry, Pat Tillman. I misspoke. The the way that the system works, as far as I know, with the electoral college and things, it, it, there is circumstances where they'll know the next day because if certain states have gone in one direction, there's pretty much no possible way. Even if they have to take weeks to count the other votes, if if there's no way it can catch up then they can call it a winner. But you're saying, and I agree, Steve Bannon said, hey, this would be a great thing for them to draw it out all the way to January, right? Which... Yeah, and, and maybe I don't they put can that use in terms of the tactics or, or the script that they, they, they want to follow. Maybe if yes. they want some social chaos, they're going to accuse, uh, they be fraud, and yes. they, you know, blah, blah, blah. And maybe if Donald Trump wins, the other party is going to accuse them. Hello? When you take oh. a, a, when a when you take a, a, a perspective from outside United States, you have two big and huge um, uh, uh, branch of the society with with guns, ready to shoot and ready to play a game. Because for they, those people, they are waiting so much to have guns and shoot them uh, that it's like being a game, you know. Like talking the guys who. The, the ones who feel they are totally patriot and the ones who are uh, founded by George Soros, Antifa, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the difference, is, the, the difference is, is that the patriots of this country, right, those with guns, those with... Um, most people have guns for protection, correct? Um, most people yes. have yes. guns. Uh, so the people that have guns are not going to use them to run around shooting people. Why? Because you will go to jail you'll get arrested if you go out in the street and just shoot somebody. You don't get arrested yeah. when somebody comes into your house or comes onto your property and that's when you shoot them. So all these patriots that have guns and Second Amendment people are not going to be the people that start fires in buildings and loot and uh, have these kind of protests. They're, that's not what they're about. They're, so if you have somebody like you have somebody like Biden who wins, there's not going to be this kind of like Oh, now we need to go out and shoot guns and show our Second Amendment. It's not going to be like that. No, they've already taught the world that it, that's not how guns are used. Guns are used for protection. That's what people are convinced of. So now I feel like they've gotten to the place where just by saying Biden wins, 
all of a sudden they can control social media. Right now, Trump gets away with a lot, right? He can just kind of say some nonsense. Again, whether that's real or not, it fits into the narrative of look what happens when this crazy guy is president. People are allowed to say anything. People are allowed to accuse people of being pedophilia. Uh, the left is all pedo, you know, pedos and in, in underground bunkers, uh, QAnon, uh, Pizzagate. They have this whole narrative. And so by getting rid of that and saying, well, now we have Biden as president, the control can take place. So, again, I know how I don't know how it must look from the outside. I'm just talking about here. They want people here to be even more controlled and there's a way to do that in my opinion um and again if it goes the other way then i think then you got to be worried about uh people protesting people looting people burning things down because people that i know that are on the left will do that they'll do that they'll uh flip out they'll say trump rigged the election it will it will send the country into a little bit of chaos maybe that's what they want so i could totally be wrong trump could win if trump wins don't you guys expect more chaos than control i guess that's what i'm trying to say (laughs) sounds like an episode of get smart here we've got chaos versus control right yeah but it's the only way (laughs) it's the only it's the only political uh it's our only method yeah it works right of chaos it's the only party it's the only party it's not democrats so the question is liberals or whatever republicans so you just said it perfect you just said it perfect so the order after order through chaos right so the question is are we right now in the period of order or are we in the period of chaos if no we... completely chaos man yeah, right. i don't even think we're in the chaos yet i don't even think we're in the chaos yet jaron i think we're pre-chaos honestly all right then then you then i could see you saying you think trump's gonna win because i think that will lead us into further chaos which will be followed by control i think we're kind of in chaos right now and all they need to do now is say we need to bring order after this chaos the chaos being the coronavirus uh, everything going on now now again could it get worse i maybe you think you think Dude, it can, can chaos has to be when like the tv stations like we can't broadcast anymore it's too dangerous if channel four is off the air that's chaos dude why would they do that news and radio's on i don't think it's that chaotic oh i don't know they're paid to present the world in a certain way to people i think that that's even more signs dude, of there'll chaos. be nothing scarier jaron when channel four in your in your neighborhood goes the the broadcasters won't even show up to the station when they do that fake uh psyop that will scare people more than <laughs> anything but when why they would they the news won't come on <gasps> that would be the end that you're right okay so we can go a lot further you got a good point <laughs> you can go you got a good point if that happens people will lose their mind right now i just think that they are so and again i'm not speaking for anybody probably listening to the show I'm just being an observer of what I see in the mainstream, uh, how I see people responding to the news. People think the news is real. People think everything that's being told to them is real. The coronavirus, the the mask wearing, they think Trump got coronavirus and he still won't wear masks. These are the things. I'm telling people to ignore the, the media, absolutely. But I watch it because I know how many people depend on it. I've seen it in my own family. seen it with my mom's husband. The guy wakes up every morning turns on NBC News and sits there like it is a, a preacher or a pastor. And then at the end of that 30 minutes or 45 minutes, he goes about his day based on what he just heard wow. in the media. And how many how many people do you guys know like that? There's that That's a majority of people in the world, believe it or not. All too many. Most people. Most people. I had to. I, more I more had now to. Because of this. 
I had to move out of where I was because they were so much into the news all the time, and she's a nurse. And then during this whole thing, you know, I just didn't fit in there anymore at all. Like I literally had to move away. Like I, I just couldn't. I could. I, I they watch Fox News all day. She would work at the hospital, and then she would come home, and then she would watch uh, pandemic specials on Netflix. You know, <laughs> binge watch it all night. Yeah, so my outsider perspective tells us that by looking at what the media is saying, you can get a pretty good gauge for the direction that they want the world to go. And it's not like there's an equal amount of media that is for Trump and against Trump, right? Uh, the media is hugely swayed. You can't find an article written that doesn't say Trump you know, just claimed without evidence this, this, and this. Trump did this bad. Orange man this. The whole thing is set up. And again, you, got, you can't have it all one way, so you got to have Fox News. Uh, you, you, but everything else, which is what a majority of people listen to, yeah, is there Trump fans that watch Fox News? Absolutely. But again, that you have to keep it at 50-50. You always have to do that. You can never... I mean, that's what it should be about, right? The country should be about... The world should be about uniting people, bringing people together with different opinions. Uh, having, not about it's always us versus them. It's always Those a winner and a loser. Gone, yeah, those days are gone. It. Division is how they—that's the biggest tool to control us the whole time. Absolutely. Is the division, black you know, versus white. That, that just all the way it goes all the way back. The division, and then never pay attention to the uh, the puppet master. You know. Of course, that's why they had to start up this whole uh, uh, racism thing. I mean, it's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, one guy dies if you believe that story or not, with a cop putting his knee on his neck. It had nothing to do at all with any sort of racism. Races, all. we're all the human race, aren't we? People yeah. just look different generally because the way they grew up and the climate and all that. I mean, come on. And they're talking so about stupid. systemic racism in this way. Obama was president. <laughs> and they're acting yeah. like they're systemic racism. It's hilarious. It's like, oh my goodness, it's so funny that they were able to pass that off. So again, it's people believe what the media tells them. So when the media came out and said cops are doing this, cops are doing that, they're caught, even though the stories were ridiculous, people with huge criminal records uh people with you know just terrible people and pointing tasers at cops and getting shot and people saying oh my god that's racism no it's not mm -hmm. don't point a taser at a cop i'm sorry if, if you guys ever find out that i pointed a taser at a cop it wouldn't it shouldn't surprise you that i got shot sorry just saying um again that would they'll, they'll tell you that would never happen to me though because i have white privilege and uh they tell me it has a lot more to do with the fact that i probably wouldn't point a taser at a cop but no more white chocolate. No, no, no. <laughs> so again, I mean, it, it, people, people, I think are in for a little bit of a surprise in a couple weeks. Um, I don't know how you wake up people. I, I'm very happy to be in this group where we are uh, alert, awake. I'm very happy. There's people who watch these shows, your guys' shows, Rodrigo, myself. You, I'm happy that there's like-minded people. Uh, I'm happy to have the show because I'm able to say these things, and it's okay to say it. Uh, can you imagine if I went and tried to say these things at the local supermarket, set up a table, and tried to talk to people like this? Uh, there would be megaphones. Yeah, well, there'd be one out of a thousand people would be like, "Man, I kind of agree with some of what you're saying." That's that's what I would get. Um, so that just tells it's you what incredible. kind of incredible. It should be the most important safeguarded thing for all humans to be able to to have their own voice and express their, oh my their God, minds and so to much. engage one another. That should be safeguarded. As it's probably one of my most core beliefs, and and maybe it's why I still have this illusion of what America was founded on. But it's pretty mm -hmm. amazing that the First Amendment is that. Why? Because yeah. in any kind of government system, and let's say I don't believe in government, I am mostly an anarchist anyway. 
But even in a group of 25 people, if we had 25 people, I wouldn't mind saying one person is kind of like a, hey, that person we kind of look to. We kind of ask him questions. We kind of bring things to him. He kind of makes decisions. Whatever you want to call that, right? Uh, call it a person in charge or whatever. But in order to keep everything in check, the one thing you would have to have is freedom of speech. You would have to have the ability, if that person starts making some wrong decisions, to talk to everybody else and say, hey, maybe we should change the person in charge. That guy's not really making good. You would be able to talk about that. And if you can't do that, which is where I think they want to go, which is so true with them shutting down Twitter accounts, shutting down YouTube accounts. That's why we called it the purge today. They clearly are making it so, and people are okay with it. I mean, there's people, I don't know about you guys. Didn't you grow up believing, and maybe this is just me because I was raised in a leftist family. Uh, I always thought it was the left that wanted free speech. I don't know why. Wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know know when that changed. Like now it's not that way. (laughs) So again, I understand they try and keep everybody at odds and I'm not buying into the the party system. I I simply think it's putting 50% of people against 50% of people. And to do that, you have to convince 50% of people to believe one way and 50% of people to believe the other way. A lot of times I find myself in the absolute middle. Uh, I've talked about that with science and religion. It's the same thing. I, I, I'm not all way, one way or the other. A lot of people are like, no, religion is true. It's absolutely the truth. The Bible's the truth. Uh, and then a lot of people are the other way. Science is true. Evolution is true. I, I think that, again, they want you in one of those camps in a belief system. Of course they do. The of best they want you in a middle. belief system. Right. The whole, key, the whole key to everything we do is to have critical thought. They don't want that. That's the one thing they don't want. That's right. why a lot of people, they are still fooled into thinking they have free speech because they can say what they want, but they don't realize that their thoughts are completely manipulated or fake information. And so that they're, they're saying what's right. expected to be regurgitated. It's not really free speech. It's not their critical thought at all, you know? No, they, and it's what are you allowed to post on Facebook? And they feel like that's free speech, but you're only allowed to say what you're allowed <laughs> to say. Yeah. So how's that free speech? Uh, and that's the that's the sad thing about where everything's going. So I hope we can keep doing this. I hope that uh, it's understood that we are not nothing I said today is inciting any violence. Nothing I said is causing any harm. It's simply looking at the world in a different way than most people do. And if that's not allowed, then man, uh, I'm not sure I want to live here. So we can all find somewhere to move together. Maybe that's uh, Bob's property. Bob, I can set up a tent in the backyard. <laughs> Absolutely, you All betcha. Right. And we I can got just, room. We have free speech conversations over there because I don't know what it, what else is coming to. So hopefully I'm wrong. Hope but I'm wrong you, about you all this. You are still in the United States, man. You need to get out of that. Place. Why? Where do I go? And is where? Argent- where are we gonna go? Uh, people no, keep I, saying I, that, I, I but where know. are we gonna go? And then what do we do? With- uh, that type of response is only possible in a heliocentric model. Running. I mean, I don't want to run. They're the ones making things suck. Not right. me. They should leave. Not us. Right. And we outnumber them. And people need to grow a freaking spine and realize that. Yeah. Right. I'm so not going anywhere. Everybody tells me yes. to leave California. I'm like, I love, I kind of like the weather here. I don't know about the heat. The weather is nice. I just yeah. left there being three bit, three months straight. The weather is nice. Yeah, but again, now they've started all these fires and uh, it's smoky everywhere. It's kind of nonsense. People are crazy. The other day we're walking the baby and... One of my neighbors is like, oh, how old's your baby? I said, oh, two weeks. He said, you need to get him inside. He's going to get the coronavirus. So, oh, okay. my God. <laughs> oh, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what are you oh talking my God. about? I'm like, he's fine. He's building his immune system. Relax. So, But again, people have just they've gone crazy. And you're absolutely right. I mean, you said it best, Brian. I mean, they, they have uh, just convinced the world. I don't know if it's through the media, the, the Internet. I don't know what. But they've convinced the world to a certain belief system. These guys are all stuck. And it's like trying to get them to change it is 
is not going to happen. It's like all these guys that argue. Uh, you've got, what do you have tomorrow, Alex? You've got uh, a debate with somebody that's going to be debating that coronavirus is real, right? Yeah, I'm going against uh, Team Skeptic, and oh, I'm doing boy. a coronavirus <laughs> debate, Hoax. Yeah, so What's I'm going to freaking just, you know, I'm going to make him look like a candy ass and just, you know, dominate him the whole time, give him the prime time um, nice. truth. And I'm going to blow him out of the water. And then after that, they'll listen to this. We got a freaking action-packed. Then I'm doing a Scientology audit session with Jeffrey Doherty <laughs> oh, after boy. the show. Yes, I'm going to get audited like uh, Wait, L. Ron Hubbard. He can do the machine through the internet airwaves? Well, he doesn't need the machine, dude. Right. We're going to do it different because it's digitalized. But yeah, man, he's going to get my feetings out, bro. So L. Ron's going to save me, man. <laughs> All hail L. Ron. Hopefully Zeno doesn't make an appearance. I hope he doesn't, but if Zeno's there, we're going to chill. We're going to just relax. I'm not going to throw him any shade. Is that on, gonna be cool. I got to watch this. Is it on your channel or Jeffrey's? So, so 8 p.m. Central Time, I'll do the debate, and then immediately after the debate, the after show will be Jeffrey Darty. So you know it's going to be funny and weird. And like I said, we're going to do an auditing session. He's talking about the Scientology stuff. I said he can audit me, and so we're going to have like a therapy session on the show. Okay should be interesting i think you might need entertainment purposes only. yes of course nobody's a doctor nobody well you might assume he can audit people all right well uh unless anybody else has got anything else to say we can wrap it up call the show i appreciate everybody everybody being here uh again we called it the purge i don't know if it's going to continue in this direction i mean the sad thing is once those channels are gone they never come back uh so that's the hard part i mean sgt report i mean channels like that that have been doing great work i don't think he's inciting anybody to violence amazing Polly. i don't think these people are doing anything i would consider uh, terrible but again this is the problem SGT with he actually found you know the uh the israeli art students you know the fuses that they use that was the first video i ever saw that right. showed me the fuses from the israeli art students so gosh i owe sgt so much so that's really sad for me to see that where's uh, so amazing Polly somewhere else now I don't know. Well, That's a... She's got like bit shoot channels and and other channels where her stuff is, but yeah, she's not on YouTube anymore. Sucks. The weird like thing is, is the numbers just drop so much when somebody goes to just bit shoot or to their own website. I mean, yeah. you can go from seventy five thousand views to twenty three hundred. Yeah. Um, that, her that's her videos ever. were getting like 25,000 views in like the first 12 hours. Right. She, she it would be cool if, t if YouTube cared about that, if they actually cared about views, you know, or they actually cared well, about... They, they used to, I think. Their... They used to. Um, you they know, back to, yeah. That was their main motivation. They right. wanted to have people watch a billion hours a day. Right. And then they managed to do that. That was right when Flat Earth started to explode, and then they started rigging the algorithms... Uh, and doing all kinds of things in order to demote content Correct. and to be able to tag it and so on. And what yeah. I think people need to realize is it's never going to go the other way. YouTube is yeah. never going to start allowing more channels and be like, okay, we're going to relax some of these restrictions. Uh, it's only going to get tighter. They're only going to eliminate more channels. Why? Because they're making so much money at this point and so many people stay on the platform no matter what. They don't yeah. care. It doesn't don't hurt care. them. They don't care. It doesn't hurt them at all. And that's not what they're around for. They've been purchased out. They're a Google pro property now. It's not like a... So, I mean, I'll, I'm all for any... I don't understand how there's not already some investor who has realized that there is a market to start a new YouTube where uh, people can upload videos where, you know, free speech is there. Again, I know there's some that are trying, um, but it just hasn't happened. Yet. I'm surprised because there's a market there, isn't there? You'd think. I mean, there was a market there for YouTube to start in the first place, and it's absolutely nothing like what it started out to be. So 
you would think yeah. that there is still a market there for that. Yes. Yeah. Now again, Some, I mean, it's, speaking, the sad it's thing obviously is, being suppressed somehow. The sad thing is when you have YouTubers who realize, oh, I can get thirty thousand views if I restrict my content and say what YouTube allows me, or I can get two thousand views if I go on this other. People will choose the thirty thousand. <laughs> Well, that's why we yeah. need Trump TV to come out, and, and then it's government-owned, right? Trump TV? Trump.TV? Trump Tube. Trump Tube to come tube. out. Then, then we can say whatever uh, we want. I don't know. I don't know. We'll I'm kidding, obviously. Yes, yes. Yeah, they, they're really getting off on controlling and directing people into different kinds of information, and they they say proudly that they their algorithm and their recommendation engine uh, basically... Uh, determine seventy percent of what people watch. Well, it's amazing that people won't stand up for free speech anymore. They now feel like free speech is not okay. You're not allowed to question in the CDC, even though the CDC yeah. changes its mind every day. The WHO changes their mind every day. Uh, there's flat-out policy that says you're not allowed to question that. Even even doctors have had their account shut down, right? So even doctors yeah. can't just give their own opinions and. We're learning this the hard way. People getting kicked off YouTube. People, so it is the purge. And we've seen it happen before. And just the sad thing is, is coming back from it, there's just less and less of us doing this. And I think that's by design. Again, they don't want it to happen all at once either. So they do little spurts, right? What was it? A year ago, they get rid of Owen mm-hmm. Benjamin and a p- bunch of people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this time, Dollar Vigilante, Amazing Polly, SGT. You know, what'll happen next? It's, obviously, there's a number that they don't want people getting to. I mean, what, what did Dollar Vigilante have? Didn't he have 300,000 300, subs? Yeah. I think so. So, I mean, there's a number where they're just not going to get past. SGT has, I mean, who's probably got the most subs that's still SGT able to... SGT had 500, right? Yeah. Right. So maybe Corbett yeah. Report has the most subs that talks still about there. some sort of conspiracies? Mm-hmm. I mean, who still has more? So, I mean, that's crazy. If you want to become rich on YouTube, it's you get millions of subscribers by eating tricks out of a bathtub. Or, you know, that's the content that they want. Or sit, sit there like Simon Dan or uh, what's the other guy's name we talked about? Professor Dave. Professor How did they Dave. get 4 million views in two months? It doesn't make any sense. Nobody even is looking it up that much. Well, I'm sure it's because it's recommended. It's the stuff that's put right in front of people. Yeah. So, for instance, if you look up Flat Earth, that's the video that comes up. So, and they know people are lazy. I mean, if somebody types in flat earth in the search, they don't want to scroll down. That's that takes time. Yeah, or or if you even look up Globebusters, and that you know, a lot of people are actually looking for our channel right. because we're being so heavily mm-hmm. censored. So, you look up Globebusters and you get Professor Dave, right? Right? It's like it's pathetic <laughs> yeah, what they're doing. The and they've already limited channels just by doing that, not putting people in recommended, not pe- putting people in suggested. Uh, they just bury it in the fact that somebody has to know your channel name. And even if they know the exact right. video title, you still can't find videos. So it's getting very difficult. That's why none of these channels have really grown much, at least mine. And I recognize that. I know why I'm stuck at that number. It's because, well, when you name the channel, the show like I did today, uh, the chances that somebody searches and finds that is going to be rare. They know that. That's There's no tags. So in order for somebody to find this, they need to pretty much know. It means I'm preaching to the choir. I get that. The problem is if I change the title of this to something more provocative, my channel will be gone in a week. So what do you do? I don't know. You try and uh, do the best you can with what you got. I just hope people wake up to the world around them. But again, if they don't, it's up to them. At this point, we've, we've done our job. I mean, I really feel that way. In 2015, right, when we started talking about Flat Earth, um, 
people had never had the opportunity to even consider that there was something other than the globe to consider that they'd been lied to for the most part most people had never even ventured a thought i know i hadn't uh so when we brought that out and people started discovering it it's up to them to decide whether they see the deception whether they see that we've been lied to whether they see that we clearly aren't spinning on a rock in in an infinite vacuum next to this attached atmosphere it's up to them so at this point it's been five years people can figure it out yeah you know what's amazing now darren is is the mainstream media and even youtube is is trying to lead people into believing that it was youtube and just their recommendation mm-hmm. system that kicked off flat earth it's like what, right. the, what they're <laughs> neglecting to mention though is that you know if there wasn't such a huge interest in the first place their algorithms wouldn't have been latching onto it to recommend to other Absolutely. people right? right but they don't mention that part of it so yeah they're just or if it didn't shit. make so much yeah. sense right exactly. was, you know what i mean the fact that it made so much sense when you heard it and listened to it that you could see so far and that the boats can come right in when you zoom back in that was blew my mind i saw that in the first five minutes and i think i was hooked i mean it took more than that but that just blew my mind Absolutely. They never get into those observations and comparing the observations or trying to even debunk. The, the maximum they would show is like Chicago skyline and then claims a mirage. That's it. They, they never look into any. It's it's tiring after a while, and you expect people to actually look in that and and wake up because of it. But sometimes it happens. But apparently, well, and think about it, if it wasn't it, for the internet, if it wasn't for flat Earth, things like that would have been said on some know nothing weather forecast and it would have been just gone nobody would have even have realized wait a second we see too far and the reason for this is that it's a mirage even though it acts like nothing like a mirage and we've seen time lapses that show those buildings are actually there um so again it took people coming out and pointing these things out and that's why it took off and that's why there was so much watch Mm -hmm. time the reason that they're saying it youtube is the reason is because Mm -hmm. flat earth videos had ridiculous watch times Right. Mm-hmm. Most people turn into a video. They'll watch it for a little bit. They'll tune out. But all of a sudden, Globebusters mm-hmm. was having people watch for two and a half hours, for three hours. Mm-hmm. Watch the whole thing. Watch the whole thing. Time. Yeah. And want more. And want more. There's Dude, not. There's crazy. not stuff out there. There's not stuff more. that people sit there and watch well, for three hours. I know I was one of them watching for three hours. I know me day. too. <laughs> I so I mean, again, so they they're trying to say that youtube is the reason but the real reason why is because people were bringing evidence and showing reasons why people shouldn't be buying into what they were simply taught and again they were taught this at an age where there was no questioning it and there's a reason for that just was the vessel through which that happened but it doesn't change the fact that people want the truth people prefer to know the truth and if they know something's wrong they're going to look like it'd be like us saying that the only reason people you know believe in in science and, and is because of school books well of course that's the way that they get the information out right i mean that's yeah. it's the same thing I mean, it's, this is the way we got our information out again people can refuse it if they want a lot of people have uh that's why you know some of these debates with the, these guys the guy who wears the mankini what's his name again um, team skeptic. Team skeptic. Have you I'm seen Alex? Ask. Do you know the pitches? Have you seen the pitches of him uh, when he did that? No, but I'll have him up. I'll show him. <laughs> he I'll, doesn't know. Send him no. to me because when I show when I show uh, like I'm going to show a stat, a coronavirus stat, I'll accidentally pull that up. Oh, that'd be great. Show Alex. Anybody got the pitches? He's got to see this, man. Somebody in the chat, find Team Skeptic's thong, and I will show it on the thing. Tomorrow I'm going to be like, oh, I got this great coronavirus stat. It's going to be his butt cheeks right front and center. I'll have to ask, uh, speaking of that, I'll have to ask Nathan for that picture. I'm sure he's got it somewhere. 
Um, but I wanted to mention, just so people know, I talked about it yesterday real quick. Saturday, October 17th, that is tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow at 3 p.m. Uh, there's going to be a meetup in Austin, Texas. Uh, so that's 3 p.m. tomorrow, the 17th uh, at 3 p.m. And if you want information, I guess he's verifying all the guests. Uh, send an email to flatearthflyers at gmail.com. That is Nathan Thompson's email. So send him an email. I told He'll, he'll be expecting your emails because I told him I would mount, announce it on today's show. So he will give you the location and all the information you need. So flatearthflyers at gmail.com. Go have fun at a hangout in Austin, Texas. Uh, meet all your favorites. Dak Prescott will be there. Uh, he's in Dallas injured. Oh. But you know what's funny? I think I think Nathan Thompson has some of the weirdest fans uh, <laughs> in the flat earth community. Would you guys agree on that? He has some of the weirdest ones in my opinion. I won't disagree. Yeah. <laughs> he has some weird that, that make we, I'm saying we've all had weird videos. Even I've had weird videos making uh, of me, you know, making fun of me and we, I'm sure we all have, but his fans are even weirder, even more bizarre. I think I think that one doctor we talked about earlier, Bob made a video about him. Uh, what was that doctor that was at the uh, conference? Uh, I think he made a video. Oh about yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Showing him Is go to the sack? school or something. No, he's talking about uh, Faulkner. Danny Faulkner. Yeah, Faulkner. Made yeah, a video Faulkner. About I think he even made a video. I'm just saying, it's just weird how people really love to go after Nathan Thompson. It's it's weird. Yeah, it's not even really fans then. It's uh, haters or whatever you want to call. Yeah, but the thing is, they really are his fan. Like even though they don't like him, it's like <laughs> I hate watch people on the internet. Like. I don't watch Chris Cuomo that much, but like if I'm watching him on YouTube, I'm hate watching him. So there's people that so so in a way I kind of like them. So <laughs> they're hate watching him. You like it? I've gotten away from that so much. A lot of people haven't, but I've just gotten away from any. I can't watch anybody I hate anymore. It's just you know, it irks my soul. I probably only watch people I hate now, Jaron. Sadly, like <laughs> I like I only can watch hate content almost. <laughs> oh boy, that does not sound like fun to me. Uh, so anybody, check that out, October 17th. And then, of course, October 24th, head to Flattoberfest. Um, all right, let's head out. Let me give everybody a chance to tell everybody where they can find you and what's coming up for them. Uh, Iru, you get to go first. What's coming up for you, my friend? Thank you, by the way. I saw that you, you did your first thank you so English, much English live stream. consideration yes. of my, <laughs> uh, of my um, time. Uh, here in Europe. Um, <laughs> what's coming up next for me? Uh, well, um, I'm gonna finish. In, in fact, I I text uh, Rodrigo via Skype. I want to present in my English channel NPT for all uh, this Tip Bannon case uh, before before the election came because after that it's not going to be anymore a premiere, and uh, that is for my English channel. I received a strike uh, during a live show on YouTube uh, two days ago in my new channel from a video uh, uploaded one month ago. So I am waiting until next uh, Tuesday uh, to go live again and to upload uh, new information in my Spanish channel. So again, uh, I want to give a big thanks to all the Patreon that support me and send me a lot of support in terms also in in in, in uh, emotional way uh, beside the the platform itself. And thank you so much for the guys. I I didn't even read it. The guys that uh, send the super chat. So uh, I, I, you know, um, I trying to do what I can until the platform getting crazy and uh, 
they delete <laughs> all our records because that is the way it's going you know uh, remember that at the beginning of the 2019 uh, the US Congress uh, gave that opening saying that how are you going to lead with conspiracy theories on your platform talking to Twitter Facebook and YouTube and now we are start seeing the results of that thing you know exactly yeah. so this okay. choices pretty bad all right thanks you and if people want to support you obviously great way to do that patreon.com slash nur para todos uh, anytime you pronounce it's better than the other it's amazing your spanish it's getting better and better amazing. It's, it's, it's amazing it's the extent of my spanish that and la piscina and la biblioteca <laughs> uh all right uh, mm -hmm. rodrigo what do you have coming up uh just finishing uh to a bunch of things on my website so i can finally release it and start working towards uh towards that it looked really good i got a sneak peek I, really good website it's going well yeah Hopefully, hopefully I can finish everything that has to be done before it, uh, I can actually roll it out. But um, yeah, and, um, if people like to to look into my work, they they're gonna have to wait for that for looking for the, the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm on Patreon, uh, Anthropology, and um, easy to find people who like to talk to me. Um, and some some things coming up, Baldini. Maybe I'll talk to him. There's this Iru stream. Um, and uh, anybody else really I'd love to talk to Brian others that were here uh, some point um, yeah Rodrigo I still gotta I still gotta make it on your show sorry sorry it's taking a little bit I'll still come on for sure man yeah yeah no anytime just just let me know and um, yeah I'm just just busy trying to live now they they made the measures stricter here in the Netherlands now people have to wear a mask inside uh, rest, uh, there's no restaurants the restaurants are being closed and people have to wear a mask inside supermarkets, so it's a little bit more stringent at the moment. They say uh, for for a whole month or something like this, like an extra spike or whatever. And people have been revolting, actually, and and the politicians are actually afraid, uh, physically afraid for their safety, because people are pissed off. But yeah, hopefully be. it doesn't escalate. <laughs> yeah, they should be. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, thanks a bunch for being here always. I do appreciate it. It's uh, definitely more fun when there's more of us for the for the lounge, which was the intent when we started it, was just to kick back. There's really no topic and just kind of kick around some ideas. Most people seem to enjoy it. Some people don't, but it's okay. With YouTube, the great thing is nothing is required. How about that? You don't have to watch stuff you don't like, believe it or not. Alex, I don't know if you know that. You don't have to watch things you don't like. You actually are required to watch my show. <laughs> actually, I didn't know that. Uh, what? Conspiracy Castle 2.0, and you're required to oh. go to 3.0, or you will get uh, fined, and your social credits will be no. uh, demoted. Yes, so that is a requirement. Oh, so you actually boy. are incorrect. But other than that, I don't have to watch y'all's. But yes, mine, that is the requirement. <laughs> you don't have to watch <laughs> well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, Alex, tell us what's coming up. We know we've got the debate Saturday, the uh, mind reading or whatever you want to call it uh, after that. That's it. I wasn't even really planning on going live tonight because I was going to kind of work on my presentation for tomorrow. Just have some, you know, uh, visuals to show in the debate. So he really can't rebuke those, you know, whatever, refute them. 
So yeah, I, I wouldn't even plan on going live tonight, but tomorrow, I mean, I'm going to go live on Modern Day Debate, and I'm going to go live before Modern Day Debate. So there'll be a pre-debate show, then Modern Day Debate, and then I'll go live after with Jeff Darty. So um, there's going to be, if you guys want to watch the Conspiracy Castle, there'll be like five hours of straight content tomorrow night. So I really appreciate it if you guys will watch. Nice. What better way to spend a Saturday? I know. I Well, there are better ways, oh. but you guys can watch me yell and scream at a guy for wearing women's underwear. So it might be, it might be entertaining. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Alex. Appreciate you being here. Uh, let's see here. Karen, what do you have coming up? We know Flattoberfest. Anything else we need to know about? I don't think Karen is in the call anymore, Oops, Darren. Sorry, I should be paying attention to the Skype screen, should I? All right. Well, Karen would tell you to go to Flattoberfest October 24th. Go to flattoberfest.com. Get your tickets. Get over there, have some fun with a mask-free event. Imagine that. It's pretty awesome. Uh, tons of speakers. Bob's going to be the, there giving a presentation. Bob, do we know what presentation you're giving yet? Nope, not oh, yet. I mean, sweet. I have some ideas, but I haven't settled on one. So, you gotcha. know, I'll put it together. You know me, I'm Mr. Last Minute. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> when you do your best work, you know. Uh, uh, it's It seems to work for me for whatever reason. <laughs> Jason Langer going to be there. Rose 777, a bunch of people in my DLive chat will be there. Uh, so it'll be awesome. It'll be fun. Lots of patrons are going. Hope you guys all have a great time. I've got a three-week-old, so I will not be going this time, but hopefully whatever next event we have, um, I can go. Even I like road trips, so even if i got to pack in the car, if I don't want to fly, uh, we'll drive the car. Uh, so, yeah, everybody go to that. Brian, what's coming up with you besides um, Flatoberfest? All right. Well, uh, just so everybody knows, I am streaming live on my backup now, the real news online. Uh, but my next show, probably I'll do something with Steffi in the next few days. We have a few things to talk about. And then um, Karen and I do a show every week, as most of you know. When we do it this week, it'll be on my channel as well. Uh, but that thing is, it's Thursday, and Flat Earth Hawker is actually flying in Thursday. So he'll be here with us. So maybe we'll do something together uh, before the weekend. Uh, who knows? And then obviously Flattoberfest is coming. And there'll be a lot of people there, I just want to say, that aren't just the speakers like we know David Weiss is going to be there. I'll be there. Truth Seeker 69. Jesus Free Computer Geek. I know Austin's going to be there. There's going to be all types of people. So I hope as many people uh, that can, please come. And uh, please, guys, I know a lot of people don't like confrontation, but at least try at the airports to uh, get an exemption for the mask like I did because uh, we could make a difference this week. You know, we could really put them on the heels. Awesome. Yeah. And I think... Uh... There will be ways for people to watch it if you're not going to be there. I'm not sure you'll get all the content, but uh, some people will be streaming. Uh, if people want to work with me, I might be able to pass out StreamYard links and stream on my channel if anybody wants their presentation heard. or We'll figure it out. So be looking for that. But the best place, the best way to experience it all will definitely be to be there. And that is the 24th, a week from tomorrow. Yeah, and I set up my... Uh, I have like... You know, with the strikes and everything, certain channels can't go live. But I'm going to go live on my Real News Online channel, the Dosa Reality Show, which is a new backup that I'm putting in your chat right now, and my D Live. So people just keep your eyes out. Who knows, you know? Yeah, like I said, and let me know because if we need to do something, like I could easily pass out a StreamYard link and then you just join from your phone and we'd be able to pick up. As long as the internet's good, we'll have to test it. But oh yeah, Bob will good work idea. on that. So if anybody has a presentation that they want, presented i have no problem showing it on my channel and my d live and have people tune in and get a chance to watch those of us who are for whatever reason not able to attend too far away or too small a baby 
it's gonna be an awesome time, Jaron. And it, there's no, I gotta really give Karen a lot of credit. She put a lot of fucking work into this, and we need this this year more than ever. So I think everybody oh, so that has any are... any way that they can get there, uh, if you're on the fence, just go. You're not gonna regret it. It's gonna be awesome. No, not at all. And I know that just by being at the conferences. Uh, every time you walk away from those conferences, I mean, you the second you walk away, you're like, man, I miss that so much. Uh, just hanging out with everybody, having a good time, having a chat, having a drink, whatever it is. Uh, it's just good to hang out. So I think yep. everyone's really going to enjoy it. And uh, I'm sure Karen's done a great job putting it together. And I love the the list uh, of people that are going to be there presenting. It's going to be awesome. And I forgot. I don't know. I haven't talked to Austin in a while, but I forgot Austin was going. So Austin's going to be there as well. Yeah, Rose, Jason. I mean, the yeah. list goes on and on. Everybody's going to be there. It's going to be awesome, man. Free hugs for everybody. Free hugs. Sweet. Uh, and last, I think last but not least, let me check Did my Did you list. say free drugs? There'll be free drugs there? Then I'm Uh-oh, Alex is in. <laughs> yeah, you bringing them? <laughs> Alex is in. Uh, Bob, last but not least, uh, yep, we got well, Glowbusters in a few days. Yep, yeah, Glowbusters on Sunday. And then next Saturday, of course, is the Flatover Fest presentation. I'm really looking forward to that. And then the following Sunday... Uh, since Austin will be staying with us, uh, Austin and I are going to do the Globuster show from here together, and there will probably be lots of people here, um, so it'll be kind of a cool. Globusters after-party party thing. <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Yep. Uh, all right, and for me, Globusters will be there Sunday, back again Monday with uh, another Raw, David Weiss, myself, Jason, Rose, should be fun. Uh, and we do it all again next week. So don't miss it. Should be a good time. If you want to support everybody, I think everybody here has pretty much got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Globusters. Uh, support Globusters. Support Rodrigo at slash Anthropology. Uh, Brian, you have one, right? Is it What is it? Patreon.com slash what? Uh, it's slash Brian Stavely. Just my full name from YouTube. Brian Stavely. Yep. Gotcha. On Patreon. I'll uh, drop it in the chat. Slash Karen B. Obviously, I said Iru is slash Norpatototos. Mine, patreon.com slash Jaronism. Uh, Patreons are coming on board awesomely. So let's keep it up. Join the coolest club this side of, I don't know, the Atlantic Ocean or that side of the Atlantic Ocean, depending on how you look at it. So, uh, yeah, that's good. I think we are all done. If you want in to November, you're going to do again the patrons hang out? Yeah, was absolutely. was last time. Yeah, it was fun. If people miss that, uh, we do a patrons-only hangout the first Sunday of every month. That's what it's been going on, and we do it after Globusters. Let me make sure. Yeah, so it should be November 1st, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you can pencil that in unless somebody all of a sudden has something come up and needs to bail. It should be November 1st, and I think Eru's patrons last time joined us, uh, Globusters patrons, Rodrigo's patrons, and you know people can join the show. It's kind of like a hangout. We do the StreamYard link. People jump on. It was pretty contentious last time. I actually lost a a Patreon <laughs> during oh God. the show. <laughs> so that, that shows how good it was. That uh, you know. what, what happened? Uh, somebody wanted me to admit to everybody that we are fallen angels and that we need to. Uh, what? Yes. They discover. They discover the truth. Yes. yes. How? how, how Wait. You... So you're Nephilim. You yes. are Nephilim. I've always thought you were Nephilim. Yes. Now I know it to be true. Yep. And I wouldn't admit it, and I lost my two dollars a month, which was nice because somebody immediately 
uh, up their their Patreon amount two dollars a month. With that, I lived two weeks in Argentina, man. <laughs> no, the great thing was is that I think Joe Mama immediately changed his Patreon amount to two dollars more. No, a month. Joe Mama, no, that guy is crazy. He's that amazing. We got to get together with him. We got to all fly. I, I, that guy is a legend. Joe Mama, you don't, don't, don't talk about him negatively. Joe Mama is no, the king in this chat and in this uh, group. I don't have words to appreciate He's amazing. all the support that that guy gave me. Beyond you can imagine. Beyond you can imagine. Because with $2 in Argentina, I live two weeks. But with $2 in Switzerland, I live two minutes. <laughs> yeah. so, That's so I am a guy. I am a guy. Of no, McDonald's, the most expensive McDonald's is in Switzerland. Emotional. It's like $13 for a Big Mac. Yes. Oh, boy. Yes, because supposedly, because supposedly the McDonald's here in Switzerland is like a bio, bio meat. It's better. Yeah, supposedly it's better. I don't even get approach to the door of McDonald's here, of course. But <laughs> here they have a very big culture in terms of the the matter food, biodynamic food, and that is why it's so expensive. Of course, you can take regular food. It's not the same thing if you cross to Germany or to France to buy food, which is ten times uh, low cost in comparison. But they are promoting like, uh, well, you know, in Switzerland lives the devil. So every everyone inside of the kingdom lives, have opportunity to live better, but it's a high cost. For me, it's uh, like I tell you, uh, I am a guy of contrast <laughs> because uh, if, if, if it's not for my girlfriend, it is impossible to, for me to be here. It's, uh, without a job, a regular job, of course, and I'm not going to sell my soul to the business uh, industry. So, thank goodness. I'm gonna try to grow step by step. All right, good. So, hope everybody enjoyed the show. Thank you so much for the super chats. Thank you, D Live. Uh, of course, those who sent super chats for Iru, I'm gonna send those to Bob. There's a whole process that has to take place. Sorry, Bob. Sorry, you have to be in the middle no, of that. No but. worries, man. <laughs> it's unfortunately <laughs> the problem when I don't have. Uh, PayPal doesn't allow me to transact in their little online marketplace. So got to do some craziness. Uh, Julie Bennett, thank you so much for being awesome. And in the D live chat, Silosopher, thank you very much for the lemons and any word. Uh, thank you guys. And everybody else there as well. It's always fun. Uh, Iru is a fallen Jesuit. Somebody says in the chat, just so you know, Iru. <laughs> get that on. Um, <laughs> So thank you, yeah. Tridy. Thank you, everybody that's there. Appreciate it so much. I remind you guys to do your own research. When you do, you'll never again believe what you've been taught. Uh, it's good to have the lounge back. We'll see you next week for number 46. Uh, until then, this has been Jaronism. Peace. 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 Peace.